and a little bit um, yeah You the postman, fuck off. We'll do it live. Fuck it. I have no idea what's going on. All right, hello everyone. Welcome to Out on the Tiles number three, a music rewind live stream. And this particular round, uh, we have a special event to kick this one off. We've got a whole crop of past and future guests to try their hand at the music rewind trivia challenge. So uh, for anyone that's watched our live streams before, you've got some familiar faces with Luke, Mike, Danny, and Al. Uh, joining us this time, though, we have uh, Doug from our Van Halen episode. Uh, we have Nicole from an upcoming Cranberries episode. This is the first time I'm seeing Nicole. We haven't recorded that one yet. Uh, and we have uh, my beautiful wife, who will be doing a Less Than Jake episode. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Hello. welcome to the live stream. Howdy. Hey, everybody. Hey, Steve. Hi there. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hey. Do I say hello, everybody? Hello, oh, my, hello everybody. My mouse died, which is wonderful timing. So <laughs> that makes things difficult. I got a spare. You want it? I got the other a Mac mouse. <laughs> Well, I got to get everybody in the in the trivia thing yet. So let's see. We've got uh, uh, we need Alan in there. All right, Alan, uh, dropping it in the live chat. That Luke just did. So go to uh, go to that on your smartphone, and then once everyone's in, I will uh, share that. Yes, Mike. You have to be on your smartphone. No, you can do no. it on your computer. Oh, thank God, because I'm tired. I, I feel like like looking down the whole time you're the oldest person ever <laughs> <laughs> i might be older you, you flip it up. i'm just saying like it's do i have I'm to put the that. http backslash backslash www dot well mike you are yeah, in there twice I, by the way i'm so. well this is my third one so mb is what i'm playing with and tonight's right. episode, tonight's episode is brought to you by Drizzly.com. <laughs> <White Claw>. Nice. <laughs> Guile, Still with Guile. Guile. Sorry, it's across the street. So Dasanti water. water. Yeah. Going water tonight. <laughs> Drizzly's a sponsor, Michael. Get it right. I, Drizzly, I delivered from No, just Guile we love Drizzly. Drizzly is like awesome. I yeah. work for Drizzly. I'm a Drizzly deliverer. <laughs> Drizzly doesn't deliver. Oh, good God! Oh, All right, I was struggling. Okay. I, I heard the struggling. Yeah, uh, what happened? I was in there. No, I'm not in there. Damn it! These are all questions about the Eagles, correct, Steve? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm out. Well, me... Tell California. <laughs> that would be Winslow, Arizona. Would be the answer to that trivia question. All right, the uh, the game's back unlocked, Alan. You should be able to, to join back in. Yeah. 
This is how you get all the viewers. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that time of figuring out how to log in. Please, We're please keeping them all riveted. We <laughs> the action. Everyone's excited for the for the trivia. Welcome mm-hmm. to Music Rewind IT Hour. <laughs> we are your hosts. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Thank you. Re- when in doubt, reboot. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Are y'all ready? No. Sure. The faster you answer, the higher the points. Are we supposed to see something on our phone right now or what? No, I'm sorry. All I see is you. Okay. All right. There you go. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Pressure. What one? Who won the uh, who won the first MTV Video of the Year in 1989? Four. Oh. oh man. Oh, my phone is so delayed. So is mine. <laughs> you guys were fast <laughs> on the on the trigger there. I've got the I've got the year in screen. Yeah. Yep. All right, we got some technical difficulties then. Well, that's why I got. That's why I asked, and I put it on a second monitor. Um, so you guys think that I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to computers? So <laughs> I hammered that one quick. That was that was kind of an easy one. All right, so I'm in tenth place, tied with Alan, is what it says. Time's up. Wow, that's yes. not possible. Let's see. Yeah, a bunch of winners. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Great start, everyone. I would have never thought it was the cars. Wow, like nobody got that? How'd that? No, I, I would have never thought that. I thought that oh, okay. What wow. I thought it was I thought it was well, it was Jackson. it was it was uh you might think, yeah. Yeah, I I I would have never thought that. I have to be honest and I didn't even get the answer. Yeah, that's that's all right. So we all, <laughs> all right, all this music knowledge. Wasted. Yeah, it threw it right out the window. You I know didn't what? Even have MTV. Well, Thriller, that would have been what, 82? So yeah, 84 wouldn't have been. So I definitely was wrong. All right, we'll go, we'll go on to the next one. We'll see if uh everybody gets a chance this time. Okay. Who is a founding member of Pig Floyd from start to finish? Roger Waters, Dick Mason, David Gilmore, Richard Wright. Definitely not him. Someone got it. I got it. Nick Mason. Oh. I thought Richard Waters was there. That's what I Everyone else either joined later or was kicked out at some point. Yep, that's right. Yep. (laughs) There we go. I look back and go, well, that was a stupid <laughs> answer. Alan's at the top of the leaderboard. Really? How did you know this, Al? <laughs> it was a guess. I just figured it was too easy to be anybody, but. Well, yeah. Roger Waters was on the first record, so. I went with Roger as well. Roger Waters left oh. in 1983. Yeah. Ah. That's so start yeah. to finish. Oh, that's what gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. The end, yeah. And Rick Wright was actually fired during the wall. Yeah. And then rehired back. That's wow. that's where I 
screwed up. Yeah. You guys, you guys didn't do research papers on Pink Floyd in high school? No, I know. Well, I actually Barrett. did. I just, I just totally forgot that. You know. <laughs> All right. Question number three: Who is Gordon Sumner? Oh, that's easy. Oh, All right, Gordo. A lot of y'all jumped right on that one. Sting is the right answer for those listening to the audio version of this particular show. Darn it. I just watched Quadrophenia again, and it was listed as Sting on that. I didn't. Oh, yeah, okay. I forgot Sting's in that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Had a clip from that in the intro, right? He was the waiter. Yeah. yeah. He the was face. the waiter. The face. That face, yeah. Yep. Yep. Ace face. That's it. He was the ace face. Mm-hmm. All right. Ready to go on next one? Yep. Yep. Let's see. What song had the longest run at number one on the Hot 100 in 1992? 92? Oh, my gosh. Who cared about music in 92? Everyone. No one. Oh, right. I was going to go with that, too. Boys to Men, End of the Road. Dang it. Uh, real? Uh, that's surprising. I mean, Whitney Houston, I Always Love You. Was hey, can you play a sample of that? Because I don't even know that song. <laughs> I End did of not the have road? a sample of that ready. Oh, what? You you didn't awkwardly try to dance with the girl in uh, the Y? Sing, and, it, um, sing it, Mike. I don't know it either. I want to no, hear, no. hear it. No. Did we lose Danny? In 92, I was already working. <laughs> yeah, that was Real like, job. that came out and we were in grade school and man, every white dance or the Pooh Cat. Oh. Poo- I, I want Dan- Danny and Mike to do like a, a duet here. Yeah. With harmony. You, if you could keep your elbows straight and up near a woman's rib, yeah. uh, young lady's rib cage, you could dance that. <laughs> Five feet away. When I I created this particular questionnaire, these these were the top four songs of that year. Prue Washington video dance, Steve. You ever nobody got that right? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember those. Absolutely. Who got that one right? Nobody Nobody got that right. Nobody. Nobody. I I did. Man, I thought it was Whitney Houston, hundred percent. So did I. Obviously, that that was awesome. No, no change to the leaderboard. Who released the most studio albums? Oh, Debbie man. Gibson, Tiffany, Britney Spears, or Christina Aguilera? Oh. <laughs> wow. Debbie Gibson. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. Oh. Yeah. I thought she was got. She's got like one more than Britney, I think it was. I and by the way, she she, pre- she prefers Deb. She oh, does. yes. Because <laughs> I, I, I got De- this one. I thought it was Deb Deb your publicist? What's going on here? I mean, get <laughs> shit right, guys. I'll, I'll act like I know who she is because I got it correct. <gasps> oh, oh, wait. <laughs> you don't know who Danny, she is? Danny, he just missed out on Debbie Gibson and like Tiffany. He was like too young for it, I think. Probably. No. Really, Luke? Hmm. Luke, do you have an older brother or sister? 
I've got a younger sister. Oh, Luke jumps oh, to the top funny. with that one. Whoa! Whoa. Thanks, Nicole, you got to pick up our game. Thanks, Deb. Come on. Can I, Nicole and I combine our scores? <laughs> take off. So we got Luke on top, then Alan, Mike, Where's Danny, Doug? Nicole. I'm in seventh. <laughs> hey, hey, I guess it only shows the top questions four. about real music. I really thought Debbie Gibson was like hey, a – I warned you this was going to be all fan. over the place. I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. I'm learning. We've so got no this for trivia so nights far. later in life. <sighs> Crazy. All right, question six. Who was the drummer for the Jimi Hendrix experience? Oh, my God. Come on. Come on. Everybody should get this. Everybody should get this. Everybody. <laughs> Pa-ching. Paul Sweetheart, Red? you're doing great. Don't worry. <laughs> Is that Paul Red? Oh, Phil Red. That's ACDC. I thought maybe it was Paul. Guilty, Phil. Well, I wanted to put real drummers in there. So I know. Well, I just, I, was, I you know. You know what? I did Ant- read that. Ant-Man tie-in. It's coming out. <laughs> Mac and me. Mac and me. <laughs> I got a clip of the new Ant-Man movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, Alan's back up on top. Nicely done. All right, let's keep going. Who wrote Respect from Aretha Franklin? Oh. Fuck. Miss Redding. Damn it. Because that was his song. I couldn't remember between him or Sam Cooke. That's exactly what I did. (laughs) God damn it. <laughs> we got it right. <laughs> I want to make sure I get that E on that uh, huh? the podcast. I'm gonna say motherfucker so I could have that on. Michelle's up in the top five. Yay. Ooh, must have got that one. Way right. to go, Michelle! Yeah, only took seven questions. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it going. Number eight. Ian Hunter was the lead singer of which band? Honestly, the song helped me out because I was kind of my brain. I put that question in there just to use that clip. I love that version. No, he no, they didn't write the song. Did David Bowie write the song? Bowie wrote it. Yeah, Bowie. Bowie wrote wrote that. Singing on that that version is from the Freddie Mercury tribute concert with uh, David Bowie singing with him. And uh, and well, he sings a backup in the actual song, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So the the clips are actually. I'm asking the question for people who like maybe. The the clips may be helpful or they may be completely wrong. Okay. I don't like this. For back with the sting question, I use that (laughs) opportunity to uh, have the uh, have Prince playing while my guitar gently weeps because that's just a fantastic clip itself. Or or that you had Sid Barrett in there for. Yeah. Yep. Chug Band Blues is just a great song though. (laughs) I love Sid. Helen has a streak going on. Alan's crushing it. It's on fire. Needs more Debbie Gibson questions. Hey, once you put a Taylor Swift question up here, he's done. If there's any 90s or 2000 questions, I'm out. I'll crush a Taylor Swift question. (laughs) Top selling movie soundtrack of all time. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 
I would have said the Blues Brothers. No. <laughs> I would have said the Big Chill, but that was before the advent of. And that was before the Bodyguard. Eighties Bodyguard and, just crushed everything. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Dolly Parton's birthday <laughs> yesterday. How oh, was it? Yeah. How old is Dolly Parton? How young is she? Is what you want to ask? Yeah. <laughs> Seventy something. I'm not. Well, sure. how old are her parts? Because like her face, it's probably like twenty five. <laughs> yeah. Her eyebrows. Oh, are leave like it to 19. Mike when we talk about an iconic woman. <laughs> yeah. Body. Cool, dude. Dude, she has a beautiful soul, man. Cool, dude. She's not a Buick. She's right? <laughs> she is, but she has One parts on her that are younger than her. My like mom, her face is Skeletor. My no, mom named that, her, her that is the for, for the episode. She's not a Buick. She's not a Buick. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> My mom named her Chihuahua Dolly after Dolly Parton, and then she got another Chihuahua and named it Miley. Who is, oh, yeah. Who is Dolly's Dolly's godmother. Yeah. 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 Miley oh. Cyrus's? Yeah, I would have I a, know that. I would have a heart to heart with her uh, if I was the godmother. <laughs> uh, she seems really. like a goat with all the stuff. Okay. Yeah. Oh, studio yeah. albums from Pearl Jam. I know this one, but my screen is frozen. Those mine. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure mine. Seriously. Sure hey. My screen is frozen. Oh, oh mine is too. I can't I... answer. <laughs> Mike got in there with the right answer. I, was, I wanted to ridicule him. Yeah. Oh, do you think I was going to get that wrong, Steve? I, I was hoping you The were. tricky part, if you would have put 10 on there, because that would throw you off, because the, the first album is 10. Um, the tricky part would have been how many cool. quality Pearl Jam oh. albums are there. Oh, Alex. <laughs> And the answer is the answer is the first one. Four. Nine. nine. The answer is eleven. Four. I got actually, this no, answer eight. from the Wikipedia. Want Don't be, argue with Wikipedia, Lou. I actually have all eleven on cassette up there. No, no, I'm saying yeah. the, the, the answer to Al's question, the good albums, eight. Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> the music is we talk about that for the next all eleven are good. Can we Let's do it. We we can. Let's talk about this. Why why is why is Max why is Max Spacer Lightning Bolt and Gigaton, so horrible. Oh, and go. You saw those songs live. I don't know. It's all in that exact same. I I, I did I did get more respect for for just because you're tired of the formula doesn't mean they're not good. No, I I I agree. I I, this is all opinion, right? Yeah, you want to talk formula? Talk ACDC. Yeah, but I like I like uh, ACDC and every one of their. Albums, even the ones that people don't know about, <laughs> or seem to wait. Do they have a song that's not about like balls? No, yeah. <laughs> well, I sit there I'm and go, I'm with Doug. I, I am ACDC. I got no beef with ACDC. I'm just curious. Yeah, they, they sing the same song over and over again, but it's a song I like, so yeah, I yes. give them a you greatest know. rhythm guitar player of all time. No, 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 no. that's James Hetfield. Best down, oh, best downstroke of all Pete, time. Pete Townsend. But I will say AC is very much like Motorhead. Where yeah. It's very yeah. similar song. It's the same song, but if you like that song. Love Motorhead. Motorhead all the way. Love it. Yep. Yes. I can I can firmly say that there are no Motorhead questions. I'm sorry. No. Man. Darn it. 
Sauna. Doug, Doug, you would have cleaned up on that. Yep. I That's all I've been straight. studying, though, is Motorhead. Straight to the top. Well, it's a, it's a valid subject to study. <laughs> Steve. What's that? Any ACDC questions? <sighs> Maybe. Well, don't give well, it away. Had, don't give it away, Steve. Don't give we it had away. Phil Rudd. We had Phil Rudd on that one. But well, who was not a member oh! of the Yardbirds? Looks like that was fairly easy for everybody. Oh, he was a member of the a worst couple of team, though. Too soon. Brian Jones was the incorrect answer. So, yeah, he was, was one not of the worst swingers yeah. of all time. Speaking of that, did you hear that the Stones are going to have four or five new songs and they're going to tour again? What? I just heard it today. Just heard it today. Well, I saw somebody, uh, I know somebody that went to one of their concerts uh, just this last summer and they said, man, they were still great. Uh, you know, still Mick, da- Mick dancing is still, around and Yeah, stuff, Mick is still but... jumping around on stage. And it's insane. He, he's in better shape than anyone on this podcast. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, I, I can argue that. That's, that's that's <laughs> Be winded after the first song, you know. Who's drumming right. for this? Do they have a permanent drummer? I, I'm not sure. I, yeah, I don't I, know. Uh, my mom had him on, on television a couple weekends ago when I made dinner for her. Well, I saw a meme uh, where was, uh, uh, Ringo was, Starr doesn't have a band and Paul McCartney, a uh, bass player, so they could fit right into the... Oh, could you imagine? Stones. Like a oh, Beatles... That, that would Stones be... Tour? That, that ticket that would, would cost a billion dollars. Yeah. That, that could sound terrible and still make billions. Yeah. Yep. Didn't oh. the guy from the uh, Expensive Winos, uh, Keith Richards' band, wasn't he the drummer on the last tour for, for the Stones? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I thought he was. Maybe that's who they're going to have. Uh, are we ready to keep going? Sure. Yeah, All let's right. do it. Which artist opened Woodstock? Oh, oh my gosh. I'm just walking. Come on. Not the worst singer of all time. I like Joe Cocker. Oh, I love it. great That's cover. My cover opinion, guy. man. Karaoke guys. Richie Havens. I made a living just being a Beatles cover artist. Oh, yeah, he was a karaoke singer, but a good one. Sorry. Yeah, definitely. He's better than me. The white guy with the blues voice. So, so who's who sang that song better, Ringo Starr? Joe oh. Cocker. Or Joe Cocker. I'm gonna I, say I, like Joe Ringo, I don't like Joe Cocker. So Ringo yeah, Starr. I, I know. I kind of liked Ringo Starr's, but yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Joe Cocker. I did. There's I passion when, there. Uh, Look at this. He, he's, he's singing that from his heart. Yeah. When John Belushi. Uh, and that, that was funny. Well, John Belushi did it the best. That's yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sat right next to him. Yeah. Can we just yeah. talk about the fact that a young Joe Cocker, good-looking gentleman, right there. Look at those chops. Yeah, anyone who does chops like that is, is good <laughs> in my book. All right. <laughs> ah, Nicole. Ooh, Nicole. Nicole. I'm, ju- I'm just wild guessing a lot. Nice. So. 
Nicole is the largest Joe Cocker fan in the world. <laughs> She's just not telling anyone. I liked his version of the the letter song. My baby wrote me a letter. Again, yeah. didn't write his yeah. own song. He's well, a cover. In the, yeah. oh, the guy's a fucking cover singer. Yeah, yeah. 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 MTV played uh, Nicole because she's MTV played videos. Hey, one of Pearl Jam's best song is "Last Kiss." Oh fuck that song! Oh, didn't fuck he sing the song? Uh, <laughs> shit me! Didn't he do a cover of "Bye Bye Blackbird"? And it sounds amazing. Well, what was the one that he did oh, on MTV? Had the video of him. Uh, Singing like on a stage in a, a bar, I can't remember. Uh, oh, Joe Cocker, yeah. MTV oh, show. I remember that video. Something about a hat. Take your clothes, take your hat, yeah. Take off. your clothes off, take uh, your, leave your hat on, leave, yeah, yeah. Something about something again, like that. <laughs> isn't that yeah, that whole career? That's the one, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> but you can right. leave your hat on. Yes, yeah. that's the, oh. that's the song. I don't know that one. That might be the worst song. Off, leave your hat on. I might know if I heard it, but yeah, it doesn't ring yeah, a bell. I'm sure it was yeah, it, on bass. Uh, actually, I, that song was actually pretty. I liked it better because he wasn't uh, oh giving it his all, like you said during the you know how he uh, he actually He's an sung older singer, that, you know, so. Yeah, more. All right. Well, we'll move on to question number 13 here before we dive oh, down the, the Joe Cocker rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Well, we ain't got time. It's a hole we don't want to go on. I can have I can have a whole podcast about that alone. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Who was the youngest Beatle? Is that Hey Bulldog? Yeah, great song. That's my favorite Beatles. Magical Mystery Tour. My favorite Beatles song. Same here. Same here. Ringo Starr is actually the oldest. If you uh, if you wait and don't answer till the very end, you get to hear the whole clip. You know. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. (laughs) But then you get lower points. So I thought you the whole point was to get as much points and get on two different streaming services in order to participate. (laughs) (laughs) Golly. And we're glad you're here. Oh, I will say, "Hey Bulldog." Yeah, it's my favorite Beatles song and very underrated Beatles yes, song. Yes, I agree. So is "Old Brown." Here enough. I I, Honestly, I dig that, that one whole, as well. The the whole uh, which one? Luke? Mystery Tour is underrated. Old Old Brown Shoe. Oh, great song. Yeah. yeah it's great song. Yep. First time I ever heard it was on the blue disc, like I the blue. That's... Steve, there's about seven questions left. Are, are we going to start talking about like Olivia Rodrigo and <laughs> and Tay Tay? People that I, I, I only know, know <laughs> Danny, you know that there's a Taylor Swift question on here. I, I only know that Olivia Rodrigo exists because she came up in the Lord melodrama uh, that record episode really I just recorded. So I think that record's really good. Olivia Rodrigo record? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, hey, girl, she's really talented. That's it's surprising. Good good. I'm not throwing shade at any of those. Yeah, I don't think there's any Olivia Rodrigo questions here, though. Uh, <laughs> there's Taylor Swift questions. I will get it right. There's got to be the rest of them are right. all Eagles. 
The rest of the questions are all eagles. Oh, shit. (laughs) And actually, Danny's next episode is going to be Midnight's, correct? We we discussed this. Just to blow up the internet. (laughs) Just just to blow up the internet. Yeah, that's right. Middle-aged dad talks about Taylor Swift. (laughs) The The entire rest of season three is going to be Danny talking track by track, one hour per track of all Midnight's. (laughs) And Steve, think about this, though. You could be sponsored by Capital One. Because she's in all the commercials. There you so, go. That's a lot of money coming in with Capital One. And I mean, her beats are very much early in excess, early The Cure, New Order. I'm, I'm not in. winning me over yet. <laughs> that's why I, was like, I like all that stuff, Danny, but I just spot. don't like hey, it. It's my sweet spot. It's, it's only a matter of time before my daughter finds out that exists. Hey, I'm very happy that my daughter likes Taylor Swift and not some other things that are out there. That's my, all. my daughter did like green light from Lord though. She was, she was singing that one. There that was go. a jam. All right. That's all right. Fucking great. Which of these is not a Billy Joel album. Fuck. Got a couple of yes. you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know Billy Joel that well. Who does? All you need to know is that The Stranger is one of the best albums of all time. The str- I know The Stranger for 100% was like an album. Knew when, it. It, when it came out, I was at um, a, a record store and my dad went and he was wanting to get Willing, uh, Waylon and Willie um, record. And my dad asked the guy while he's unpacking all these boxes of the stranger album and they are literally getting picked up as fast as that guy could get them out of the box. And my dad asks about the country and Western album. And the guy's like, Oh, I don't even know. And my dad's like, what? You don't know, you know, Waylon Jennings or, you know, Willie Nelson, you know, my dad was, and then the guy turned around and said, this is what's selling, you know? And the guy had three boxes that sold in the five minutes that we were there. I mean, that's how fast that album was selling out of that record store. It was crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I never seen anything like it. You know. For for those listening at home, the answer was New York State of Mind. It was not a Billy Joel album. Song, but not an album. Is this one going to be a podcast? I, all of these, I, re- I release them ba- uh, back onto the so, feed on, so on Monday. Excited. This one's not going to be very exciting if they can't. It was like <laughs> seven in a row. I was going for seven in a row right there. I, I feel like this is more of a visual one. <laughs> oh, crap. My phone yeah. decided to restart. I don't know what the heck. Yeah, oh, mine no. did too. Uh, <laughs> Steve, if you could um, edit Stop. all of this out, but if you can give us the uh, pin. This is the part that's good. You, you do know what live is- means, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Live stream. Three one one, three, one, one six seven five. Three. I think it's one, eight six, six seven five. Three, three one six one one seven five. Wait, what is it? I'm sorry. Three, three one, one six, six one one seven five. Thank you all. And and all of our live listeners are going to log on and play along, yeah. right? Yeah. And who hasn't tried to call Jenny? I have not. Right. Let me know like, when you guys are back in. This? 
I was gonna say, I don't know what the heck my phone is doing here. It's... What what's the area code for Jenny? Let's see. I'm gonna get my granddaughter my tech support. I would guess I would guess Jenny would be on the East Coast because I think I'm out, Steve. It, it keeps telling me that it's now locked. Is it? That's what all I'm getting is Yeah, that's what I'm getting too. Oh, he there just you unlocked go. It. It, it, he unlocked it. I unlocked it. All right, let them all in. All the listeners. Okay, let's see. It's you can't come back in six questions, anyways. It's impossible. Who is music rewind sucks eight nine two four? I think that's I think that's my wife. She was like, I don't want to play this. Your wife who wants you to go spend time with her. I had to enter under a new name because my name was already taken. Yeah, no, I, that's what happened to me. That's why I'm MB and not. Um, I was might be. So, Danny, you, you said you have tried to call Jenny. What What is her area code? Well, I have not. Let's okay. see. I always, I, growing up, I always thought it was 815. Yeah, just assume yeah. it's 815. Yeah. Oh, it is? <laughs> no, I, I just think wherever Tommy Two Tone's from, that's got to be the East Coast, ain't it? How old How old is she now, though? That's that's a big. Oh, she's probably oh, she's older than my mother. Yeah. You know that she, I don't want to call Jenny anymore. You know that she was actually a real girl and that was actually her real number? I did not. Yeah. Oh, I'm she, back on. And her. Wait. My they tech support got me number back on. So. Kept calling it. <laughs> okay, that's. Uh, I'm back she's on. Down in the villages now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, All right, we ready? I, I, don't, I don't think I can catch Alan. I think this is. Uh, uh, Alan's running away with it at this point. Yeah, yeah he is. I, we need some. We need some questions like anything after like 1995 for him. Uh, <laughs> you got it right. Damn. I did. I, was I, thought, I, thought I, was, I thought I was taking this back. I, I had no clue. I, I, I Who played bass on Dance of the Clairvoyance on the new Pearl Jam record? <laughs> was uh, was that more albums than he released while he was alive, or does yeah, anybody know I, that? Yeah, I think so. Stone got, it might Stone be. Bastard, right? It might be. <laughs> Didn't Stone play bass? See, he had six of them. Are you shitting me? <laughs> I, there's no. I would have never guessed that in a million years. My well, phone guess out of four again. So, uh, uh, here's the pin number. Three if the next five questions are cranberry. All right, I feel I feel like I'm locked. Oh, it shows I unlocked the it, Doug. You unlocked, Doug, unlocked it. Unlocked. Okay. okay, buddy. So I, let me do this. I already feel like I'm uh, Cal Norton Jr. Not Ron Silver. This is how it's kind of kind of. Oh, well, you got you got to maintain to keep. keep Who is the original though. bass player in the Cure? I can answer that. What are these questions? <laughs> well, so we should so, come on and have our own, make our own questions. Yes. Man. Thank you, Al. This is going by much more quickly than we anticipated. So maybe yeah, it is. And... It is. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! My mom just texted me. She goes, "What is this broadcast oh. you guys are on?" <laughs> it says, my oh, name. "Hey, hey." By the way, there's Chicago Mike coming out. My mom. Just no, that texted. was my mom. That's Jewish. That's Jewish mom. Coming in. Michael, what the hell is my, this? 
my nickname was taken. I don't know what the heck. Well, well yeah, you got to change it. Just put a one behind it. Okay. Oh. Yeah. This will be a Steve. wonderful audio version. This is going to be great. Exactly. <laughs> Steve, burn these tapes. Edit this part out. That, that's why we need That's why we need yes. Mike and Danny to do their, their duet of Boys to Men. Come on. Oh, yeah. That's what everybody's waiting for. It is. I will say this. <laughs> there is a Guns N' Roses question remaining. Yes. Oh, good. I, I might have Steve a Adler. There. He was a drummer. First one. Even though you're so far behind now. Are you got, is everybody back in the game? It says you'll be able to join might be soon. On a different name. Yeah, so far behind, like, uh, Candlebox? Left me far behind. <laughs> All right, well, we're just, we'll keep going here. Yeah, yeah keep going. Yeah, it says get ready. Yeah, yeah, ready to go. Yeah. Here we go. Didn't mean to Who released the album called oh, Still yeah. Sucks in 2021? Are you sure? All these bands should have released that. All four of them. Is the answer all four? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this real? Was that a real yes, question? Yes, it is absolutely real. Is that, real. They really had an album? Like, holy cow. It is absolutely That's real. Great. Hey, I like Creed. I like Creed. It was one of the best concerts I had ever oh, seen. In, uh, no, okay, no, no, Doug, Doug, no. do you some of yes. I want to hear about this. I want to hear about this amazing Creed 12 concert. Stone, the, uh, 12 Stones opened up, which ended up being Eminescence. No. They got the uh, woman singer, took yeah. the place of the dude. So it was Eminescence. And then uh, uh, the guitar player from Alice in Chains, uh, they had a new singer. Jerry Cantrell. Yes, Cantrell. But that was all. And I have seen Kiss a few times in Van no. Halen, but I'll tell you no. what, Creed really did have a good no. no. Nice. There's nice. no way. Yes. Yes, no way. Yes, way Jesus Christ came down and sang <laughs> the drums. There's no way. It, it really was. Their, their state show was good, and uh, they had so well, many they played songs. A state that fair? Really... That's shocking. I can't believe it. That that Come on. Is there anyone on here, honestly, that would agree with Doug, who's a Creed fan? Or could I was, I was at that show and I don't agree with <laughs> You weren't at that show. I was, I, he doesn't I, agree. Just my brother David and uh, two of my cousins were there that time. Well, which was one we we saw then? No, I, I didn't. We saw see him another Creed time. With you. No, I didn't see Creed with you. I saw Kiss with you. I got a concert ticket right over there. I got off to go it was, work and get done. I was on the grass, right, right. Right, you were on yeah, a lot of grass. Because it's an outdoor show, but part of it is under uh, an awning, and we had like. Uh, was it at the Mark in the Quad Cities? No, it was down in um, St. Louis. I'm trying to remember uh, what that one's called. Are you still talking about Mark. Creed? Oh, this sounds. Yeah, I want to hear what else. Evanescence was. Was really good too. I mean, it, it was a I, good I don't mind. A Amy Lee can sing the phone book to me, so I'm all yeah. about her. But, yeah, she could oh, belt. This is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Al, let, let's hear about your Creed experience now that we've heard Doug. Um, no, why? Why do we keep talking about Creed? <laughs> no, what? I remember Ronnie is, a, is an awesome guitar player. Let's listen to Al's experience about Creed. I want to hear it. I, I'm pretty sure I won the tickets. Uh, so that helped, but it was, just, <laughs> made, made it was the okay. tallest guy in the room, and they just handed okay. <laughs> But yeah, did you enjoy it? Did you have fun? Yeah, it was all right. See, I I said this last. Did they did they have the fireballs flying out of the uh, hey, stage and all Ooh. that stuff? Jeez, the pyrotechnics and everything. 
That, I don't remember that. Yeah, their stage show, and then they had the screens behind them. But man, they hey, Rick. Hey. Oh, hey, Rick. You hey. Rick, they were talking about how good Creed is. So, oh I'm God. To see what <laughs> oh, wow. I have some words for that. <laughs> and the the first word is no. You don't like Alter Bridge. You don't like. I mean, get you can get rid of. Uh, Staff, if you don't like his singing, but no, you can get rid of all of them. Awesome, like all off player. of Cliff. Cliff, there's there's nothing wrong with Creed. Creed gets a bad rap for no reason. It's, it's Lou, Miles, you are movie. delusional. Oh, the worst what about I, I'm what about Miles Kennedy but... as the singer? I, you know of Creed. Uh, Is that I all? Mean, of uh, of Alter Bridge. I Miles mean, Kennedy has Creed. a really good voice. And Miles Kennedy has gone on to front a lot of tribute band. Like he's. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he's a slash really talented guy, but come on, man. Yeah, so we can't. There's there half of this podcast, there's no way you could ever we would ever agree with Creed. No, there's no way. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just like the cure. I don't I don't care for the cure, but give me the cult. I like I like the cult, you know. You you can't wait. Did you just Equate Creed with the cure? Yeah. Um, no, no. no. Did. You right. think that That's you think the Steve, you got four questions right. left. There's no way they're gonna get done. Our, our, our fans in the comment section are loving the Creed conversation here, especially awesome. Mike's wife. Uh oh yeah, but my mom too. She goes, Who the hell are these guys? He loves Creed? What the fuck? <laughs> Creed is and, what Toby Keith fans listen to if they want to listen to rock. Oh, good analogy. <laughs> I would say, if, and even even Pearl Jam fans like Mr. Barowski over there, hey, Creed took Come everything on. that's not good about Pearl Jam and amplified it like times a million and thousand percent. Yes, <laughs> they made all so like there was the a lot to, whoa, to take, whoa, yeah. shit on ten. <laughs> yeah, right? like, so if that was the case, there would be ten Creed albums. But well, well Rick, the the, uh, the, pre- Rick, on, the, Rick, the previous question was who, who released an album called "Still Sucks" in twenty twenty one. Yeah, and it was I said so I said Nickelback, the, the, it, Nickelback, it, it, Marilyn Manson, Creed, or Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, that, that was that's really tough. It was Limp Biscuit. It was. It was. Limp it was. Yeah. And we got that right. But then we started and off. You know, off and like, we're like, like we're talking about they all still suck. But only one of one of them had a lead singer who was threatened by Eddie Van Halen with a gun. So, who was that? Fred Durst. Fred Durst. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Did he say it, it was because he had his one of his amps or something like that? No, no it's because he wanted to work with him. And he like oh. publicly said, like, hey, oh, I'm going to ask Eddie if he wants to work with me. And he showed up at Durst's house with a gun and was like, don't you dare go. Let's not get political here. But Fred kind of uh, started the whole Red Hat campaign uh, yeah. 25 years ago. I ain't saying, I'm just saying. So maybe that was maybe that was his PTSD from being threatened by by Eddie. I heard it was just he did it for the nookie, and that's no. why he wore the, <laughs> the hat. So. Somebody needs to take that cookie. Yeah, that's a good that's a good joke. I'm not mad about that joke at all. That, 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 that was a good one. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, but by the way, uh, Michelle had to bow out. Uh, there was a kid awake upstairs. So, oh, oh. she took one for the team. Oh, Jesus. Right. 
I was just rinsing out some poopy underwear, so. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> well, Rick, I'm Rick, Rick, you couldn't make it to the bathroom before you got home. Or... <laughs> you gotta be more careful, man. I got two words: Nyquil. The pussy kids. Is... Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Very brave of you to admit on a live podcast. Yeah, yeah that's right. Home, Rick. <laughs> Well, you heard my podcast before. I mean, come on. Yeah. Duck tape. Choc- chocolate you know. starfish, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. All right, moving on. Rick, did you want to get in on the game here with the last couple questions? Sure uh, thing. Sure. I just got that check, one, I guess. Just other people got it first. Check out the, right. uh, he, he might check take out the it. private chat. What? Uh, in the private chat, there's a, there's a way to... Oh, to uh, get your answer in. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm doing this through my phone. Oh, uh, if you, you want... might not be able to multitask on the phone. Yo, so let's see. Sorry, my eyes are. I don't think anybody's catching Alan right now. So, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a comeback here. Last. <laughs> Last well, Luke, four. you're not gonna catch me, so I don't know how you're gonna. Yeah, I have no idea. Who thinks all this? Sorry, nothing wrong with bronze. I I'm, guess. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I'll just go back in there. It says I'm in 12th place. Oh, no, there only six of us? Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> My phone literally says you're in 12th place. Well, everyone's everyone keeps logging off, logging back in. So yeah. you've got to beat yourself phone, now, Doug. My yeah. Whatever point you had earlier, you lost them. keeps logging me off and saying I have to re-sign in with a different name. And, and that means you've lost your points. I'm so, not yeah. going to beat myself <laughs> so, on, team, on yeah. the uh, internet here. Yep, you've got you've got to beat your previous. There score. Yeah, yeah, and also when you say that's what got on the, the internet, <laughs> like just make sure that's not like sentences yeah. in a row. Well, like, and, yeah. on the internet. and Rick, so are I we ready to move that, on? Rick, I will say that Steve's oh. questions are very much like your dad's taste in music. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a compliment. This guy even Steely Dan fucking saw But I'm going to take it as a compliment. <laughs> hey, Mike, watch your mouth. Your mom's on. I just. <laughs> yeah, my mom. Okay, so you see the two people on the bottom here. Let Ask them what, if my mom is offended by the F word. Because right, where do you think question. I learned it from? Next and, question. Anybody that's driven in a car with my dad is no longer offended by the F word. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which includes your mom, Mike. Yes. <laughs> So. Next question. All right, next question. <laughs> moving on, moving on. Who played drums for Guns N' Roses <laughs> at the 89 American Music Awards? Just read the book. Oh, I know. Al, do you know? Al's, Al's got, I might have got a thousand points on that one. Well, you already caught. Yeah, no, I think I should have went with my first guess. Oh, oh I would have got it wrong anyway. Yeah. Hey Mike, you might you might catch him. Keep keep Don it up. Henley, man. So, I, I, uh, that, if I didn't read that book, look, I would have never known that. If, well, if I should have known the answer. Well, well look, it, this is it. This is it, it shows him here. Yeah. Because they couldn't fucking real fucking Steve Adler up the aisle to yeah. play. So they they called in the boys of summer. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Told you I'd sneak the Eagles in there somehow. Yep, that's the Eagles. <laughs> oh, close the this. You got oh. this, Mike. Mike, we've got faith in you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think math works out. Take him down. I got to figure out how to get into this Kahoot thing for the next time. Oh, Man. it's 
Rick, I feel old. You've got like seven degrees and you're not going to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most arcane nonsense. Okay. I think it's working just fine. Yeah, for you. Give it time. <laughs> All right, uh, Cal- let's see. Cal- Number 18. Junior. What was David Lee Ross' first solo effort? Oh, oh no, he oh, me. God, these are way too easy. <laughs> that, was, that one I know. Pa-pow! Rick, I'll tell you what. You would probably do really well on this. this <laughs> yes, a lot of these questions. Yeah. Because I can, I can like send A lot of like the shit s- like from like the 80s and 90s, like MTV questions. Yeah, but not I, I, the I think 80s, I've been pretty diverse here. But no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm like just saying, like, he's weird. Like, for, I've for been. I tried like to be all over the like, place. No, right, but for somebody like Rick who doesn't like listen to this stuff, but he would know it just because like it was beaten to his head. Yeah, like, as a kid, and I, I swear to God, it was eating him a smile. I'm so pissed that it's. I did yeah, that. That's yeah, the crazy from the heat was the fourth song EP, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's an EP? That's not an album? No, 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 it was a record album. It said first solo No, it's an extended play. Album is an album. album. I was going to say, because I have the album. Well, well, I also have Edelman Smile. Mike, it said first solo effort. And Mike, would you have gotten it correct if it said EP? I, I thought it was Eat Him and Smile. Is that if it was EP, I knew it wouldn't have been Eat Him and Smile. Ah, oh, gotcha. Okay. All right. Because Eat Him and Smile, I knew it was an right. album. Because I, I thought you were saying, oh, if, if you would have said EP, I would have got I would have known this. Yeah, no, well, I, I would have been like, oh fuck, well, I know it's not Eat Him okay. and Smile. It's gotta be sense. something else. I got it. A, yeah, that's a, that's what my thought process would have been. It was really good <laughs> subterfuge because if you wouldn't have known it was crazy from the heat, you know, because crazy from the heat, well, I mean is it is it crazy from the heat or just going crazy is the no crazy like, crazy from the heat yeah that's, that's the ep i got it on vinyl that's the ep yeah but me too yeah is that the title of the song from eat em and smile that's what i'm that's where i'm yeah I'm going crazy yeah, yeah going crazy yeah. it's yep. just from going the heat. crazy though yeah. but it's not crazy from wait the- is is that on there or is that on eat em and smile it's got to be on. No, there. that's it's, it's on. The, it's a on lot of the songs have to be on there, right? Yeah, yeah. And you had California Girls yep. and um, yeah. And oh I think that's what's, all right, that's what's. That's all right. I was never going to catch him anyways. I'm <laughs> Cal Norton Jr. Steve, do you have any questions from this century for Nicole and I? <laughs> <laughs> the 2021. This is uh, oh, a learning question. Lip, How did the worst album from 2021, Danny? Yeah. You want to know how Randy Rhodes died? I got a granddaughter that can tell you. She's, <laughs> she's, Texas she's, Port here, now on standby uh, for reasons. For a Randy Rhodes question, she could answer that. So, <laughs> is, okay. this the one here on we there? go. How many studio albums has Van Oh, jeez. A billion? Is a billion the answer? <laughs> Something with a lot of zeros behind it. Oh. Oh, I got it right. I got it right. Look, I said 41. I mean, how the hell did you know? 43 is the That was definitely a shot in the dark. Yeah, right-wing nut jobs released an album. (laughs) I have a majority. 43 Yes, I did. Yeah, I I have a majority of them. I've got a whole... I don't know if I can put a playlist together for 43 songs for Dan Morrison. Like, the first half of the Moon Dance is a great Well, what's... Well, no, what's his catalog? Awesome. What's his number on in his catalog? How many? I mean, 
do you know what the number of songs? 43 albums. What, 43 I mean, albums. That's got to be at a minimum 430 10. songs. At times a minimum. 10, yeah. There, yeah. Wow. Wow. And the only one anyone knows is Moondance. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just Come grabbed, on, a, brown just eyed grabbed girl. a chunk. Two just grabbed a mystic. chunk of them. So that's, that's, that's a good one. There's, there's, there's a lot of good, I just played into the mystic. Good Van Morrison records, but Astro Weeks, Brown Eyed Girl, Moondance. Brown eyed girl. Hello. His band in the street choir. Tupelo. Very impressive, Luke. (laughs) Well, we're going through all of them. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna keep stacking them. Oh, hey, hold on, Luke. Let me let me go and get my CDs on. Saint Saint Dominic's preview. 1972. It's a good record. (laughs) Oh, is that on your list? Nice. That was on the list. I didn't see it. I could get my Creed oh, CDs, but they're you know, they don't exist by now. I have a my couple Creed CDs, CDs are under well. my uh, are under my drinks. <laughs> they actually, they, the Creed CDs actually uh, level my couch, so that's what there I do. There you go. <laughs> All right, uh, ready for the last question? Sure. I'm ready for I'm ready for silver. Singer of Pearl Jam. <laughs> silver. Oh, oh, I got it. Who was not in the chorus of We Are the World? Oh, fuck. I thought it was Bob Gildoff. Oh, I missed it. Was it Dan Aykroyd? No, Dan was in it. Chris Christopherson. Yeah. I thought it was Bob Gildoff for some reason because he. Well, Bob Gildoff, didn't he? Didn't he do the thing? He was with the Boomtown Rats, but didn't he? Wasn't he the guy that was in charge of it? Live Aid. Yeah, oh, that that was Live Aid. Aid. That's right. Band Aid and Live Aid. Yeah, that's right. But I but he did participate. He had, a, he had a cocaine rap to. Hey, according oh. according to Barbara Streisand, Chris Christopherson couldn't sing anyways, so that's why they couldn't. That's oh, why the Stars Born sucked in the seventies. I'm just telling I just, you. What, I love what the fact that Dan Aykroyd okay? was in there for some reason. Yeah, because he was part of the Blues Brothers, I think, is what, and and uh, by that time, uh, Belushi was already dead. So, and Dan was, he got in on sympathy. Yeah, Dan was in uh, with all the blues. You know, he had the blues radio show and all that stuff. And as they say, nothing wrong with silver. Well, you had Spinal Tap in there too. (laughs) Oh, who won? Who won? Good job. Or was that no? That they were in uh, "We Are Stars." That Boo. was the heavy metal. Holy cow! <laughs> wow. well, that's fun. Look how yeah, that's cool. I mean, put all that together. I mean, hey Steve, next time can we get questions from the 20th century? Yeah, yeah so how I had we, a question. Uh, about hey, a Dan, you can only use that joke once. You can't. You can't keep using that joke though. This was like right. a history lesson. This is nice. Well, <laughs> you, the only thing is, is you didn't go back. Thank you, Nicole. Now that's an original joke. Thank no, you. Danny used two different jokes. His first was, "Can we get something from this century?" And the next one was from the twentieth century. So well, they the, the Jimi Hendrix. That I mean, that one. Not I all that's the same joke. We know that's the same joke. You you have to go back even further. <laughs> okay, so next time it'll be nineteenth century music trivia. Yeah. Yes. Can we yeah, have like a lot of Beethoven? Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yep. Bach, Beethoven. Yep. Now, now, come on. Bach was in the 18th, the 17th, and 18th. Oh, you're Not, right. Yes, uh, I would have got that wrong. <laughs> there you go. You're already out of the game. Woo. Didn't music history start with like Robert Smith? <laughs> no. I, I think it started with Elvis, actually. 
I wish Katie would come down here. She's too shy about it. As soon as she would, she would just giving you a hug through the thing, Danny, for that comment. See, <laughs> so, nothing wrong with the cure. Yep. Fact, everything right. John Lee, hey, uh, Hooker, and Rick, real quick, Wolf. see to the corner of me. I don't know what you, you couldn't throw in a Johnny Cash or Elvis Presley or see a Metallica poster. <laughs> Sweet. So, uh, which <laughs> That's from the Madison show. So Alan wanted right. me to uh, bring something up. Uh, did, have you found a solution to your scavenger hunt, Al? Oh yeah, no, I have not. And you know what I did? I went on. Uh, I went on the Facebook, and um, I went. I joined a, the that group and asked the question. I haven't got a response yet. So the Facebook. So, the yeah, Facebook. No, no, to be fair, it Facebook. was called the Facebook originally. I went okay. on Justin right, Timberlake right. said, just call it Facebook. I I was on was one of the first members. It was on the, the internet. So he's trying to figure out what what the date of this, or was it yeah, who the band so I went on the I think I it's on the interweb. The date of the of the show? Yeah. I have the to interweb a... does not have anything. So interweb the first one would be 30 special. Yep, Peoria Civic Center Arena. Oh, Al, if you just go on, um, uh, uh, Setlist, Setlist FM, dude, I've been type I, in spe- thirty eight special. I've it, looked, it come up, just dude. like twelve twelve dollars, and you could tell the ticket is. Uh, I loved when they used to rip the tickets, man. That was yep. the best thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because no. uh, it proved you walked into the show. No, that's true. Yeah, uh, I love that. I love the rip ticket. Like, I used to like when they were when they first started scanning them. I was like, "Hey, would you rip it just for me?" Because I can't. So, so the other significant thing on this is, if I remember right, Stevie Ray Vaughan opened the show. Oh wow! wow. So uh, on set, well, it was bef- it was before nineteen ninety, or I should say, yeah, no yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. somewhere between 82 and 84. I was going to say, because of the wow. ticket, I would say like 82 because of the uh, but, uh, the ticket design wasn't anything special and it was $12. It would have been, been late. It would have been good. It would have been late 82 because yeah. my first concert was September 9th of 82. Yeah. So, and and so I, the I know it was after. It was well, very close to that. It was right after that. So somewhere between. Well, right next to it is a ticket from 1984, same arena. Much different yeah. design. Yeah, yeah so much they... a much better design. That that is like when they first the Civic Center. I think I saw uh, Cheap Trick, and I think it was like eight dollars. And so that was in the late seventies. Um, oh, Emerson Lake and when the, when, nice. when the guys just a, just a real quick um match, uh, just real fast. Um, my mom said she has to finish her movie, so uh, she said we were all hilarious. <laughs> and she, she can't stay on. So uh, we can also so we are we all can start swearing again because okay. my mom who doesn't swear ever <laughs> ever never who basically she who rivals thug, she rivals Rick also dad. equals yeah. fuck it's the same word um <laughs> so but now you guys say whatever you want you know she's <laughs> she's got to watch her movie. Talk amongst yourselves. That's right. Yeah. I don't know what I would, I would only I would only guess. Are we sure that 
my assumption is it is a 38 special ticket. It might not be. Yeah, oh, might yeah be. I'm wondering if it's yeah. like matinee special or no, something. No, no. See, the, no? the thing is, I, I mean, <laughs> I remember being there and I remember about the time, but I just can't remember the exact date. Yeah. Well, didn't didn't they have that teacher teacher song? I mean, thirty eight special and it's probably nineteen. That. It was, it was. That, yeah. okay because I was gonna say I thought that was one of my like high school movies or like freshman year or something like that uh, when I would go out with my friends or something that would be a movie that we might yeah, have seen. See, I recognize I like Luke, this. Luke's already on there. He's recently. Yeah, man. I recognize this. <laughs> I not I was, see, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, no, nope, I was on that site. I recognize okay. the XXX and yeah. that's the Peoria Civic Center archive, right? Yeah. So, yep. so yep. are you sure Dude, you played that? I've been two days. I've been working on this. Right. I cannot, <laughs> I've been on every well, freaking... I do recognize what that was. I thought <laughs> Luke was spamming my thing with xxx i was like what are you trying to do i'm a family <laughs> you gotta gotta throw them keywords out there you know. my goodness anyway that's that's what i've been working on for two days well I'm, i mean i've been working but at home so you know <laughs> you're amongst <laughs> friends now you're on my break friends. on my break i do i search you're, you're a ticket stub pi working. yeah yeah on the side that's your hustle people just bring you their ticket stubs and say yeah i don't remember this concert well, <laughs> where showed, was i what year i think i've showed some of you or most of you you've seen the collage right every or no nicole hasn't seen it no, no, neither. Yeah. and I, I was at a lot of those shows but i i wasn't at that 38 special uh that time so i've seen them twice at the uh, can I post pictures on here? They had the bike rallies. Uh, uh, you sent it to me. I can put it up during TT weekend. Hang on. I don't think I have a picture picture, but hey, Luke. While we're waiting for Al, do you have the uh, scarf handy? Uh, I I can go grab it. Yeah. Yeah, I think Rick might get a kick out of that. All right. All right. Uh, the tail of the scarf. Okay, yeah. I'd love to know about this. Yeah, and I love. We'll, we'll let Luke tell it. It's, it's, it's his, yeah, his story to tell there. I'm gonna see uh, if he's had any bids on that thing. I knew he had put it up uh, for sale or something at one time. Yeah. Well, when uh, in one one of our live streams, he uh, it was out of the case because he had it in like a little shadow box. Yeah, yeah. So it's out of the case. So here, Luke. Luke Steve, I sent it to your phone. It's been featured on three three podcasts now or live streams. Oh, yep, matter. But tell us the story. All right. So my aunt, my aunt Sherry, uh, she went to see Elvis in Champaign, Illinois. What year? Uh nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, I think so. 76, 77, somewhere around there. Anyway, she was in the front row and he handed it to her. And it's got makeup, makeup or sweat. It, oh. It's got it's got brown and blue streaks on it. So I think he wiped his face with it or wiped his neck with it or something. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty neat heirloom. Anyway, I was going to sell it, but Danny and Mike talked me into keeping it. So I'm yeah. going to get it framed. Oh. Well, that's good. I, I, I was just... Uh... While you were gone, I was going to ask you. I told him I was going to ask you if you had bids or 
or anything on that. Nope. So. I, they, they talked me out of it. So I, I'm well, going to hold on to it. Uh, my daughter uh, has a, a basement room and as a practical joke, every, every year we get her Elvis related items nice. uh, for the basement. She went to summer camp one time and uh, I, I worked at an old folks home and the person passed away and there was a good, um, uh, Elvis on uh, vine or uh, what was that the black vinyl or whatever that um, you oh, saw black like a black velvet one yeah black velvet, velvet. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, velvet up on the side of the road you know for yep. mm. and I hung it in her room and so when she came back it was hanging above her bed and <laughs> she left it there I said do you like what I got you and I thought she would joke about it and that and that would be the end of it but then her friends would come over they go do you really like that guy and they go no my dad bought it for him you know i kind of like him but my dad bought it for me and sure. from that point on we would always get her uh elvis stuff every christmas and nice so now she is an elvis fan that okay. she listens to him in the car on the way you know when we're on the road and stuff sure very cool hey uh steve real quick yeah there it is that uh, is a, that is a collection what is the dollar my, my bill? wife my wife wants to know um are you seeing her comments on youtube yes but she keeps talking about creed <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean what i understand that? i understand that marissa really likes creed no, you know, yeah, that's she, cool I, she might come but in here it's like now. Just a bit of it it seems to be it's a bit of an it. obsession with her Steve, Rick and I can attest we've known Michael the longest and he's been the largest Creed fan. He <laughs> kind of thinks that it's in jest here, but he's the biggest Creed fan to ever walk the face of yeah. this. Yeah. I yeah. Obviously, that's true. Now, but no, Steve, the, the real question is she's like, does he see my comments? Because I'm like, I, I was just out there getting a beer and she goes, tell Luke to keep that fucking scarf what the fuck's wrong with them i go why don't you type that in there she goes no i'm just gonna type like oh that's so cool i met marissa at the pearl jam concert and and the first thing she asked me about was creed and we, we talked about all of their that's albums I mean, she did like, because like, we because the four, the I've, four I've of us have talked wife. about creed for like a year and a half on and yeah michael is rick see, tell me if i'm lying see someone in the comments loves michael's, scott Stapp. michael's first Favorite band ever is Creed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, it was I like the. Uh, oh wait, uh, I've got their solo stuff too, like Scott, uh, his his solo oh. albums and things like that too. See, that's probably your feed, Doug. Here, that's, well, that's it. But it, I, I like when they're Creed, and I heard that they may actually be uh, maybe doing something again. But it's just like um, Nickelback. People give them shit, but you know what they. They have both sold lots of albums and uh, the concert. Oh, yeah, I think they like should Kenny do. Jean, he sold the Bible is the most selling. I think they should do Creed covers Creed. And Kotex Creed sold lots Creed of tampons from, <laughs> yeah. from the grassroots. And uh, Wait, Nicole, Creed, what did you say? I'd want to hear. It, Nicole, what did you say? I said we need a Creed covers Creed album. Or Creed Bratton from the Grassroots covers they do Creed have, songs. They do have uh, quite a few like best of type things out there, but yeah, they do, sell, petition, uh, they do sell a we lot. We could petition uh, Joe Cocker to do an album of Creed covers. How about yeah, there you go. 
Hey, you, Steve, you oh. know what my hell is. There it is. Like, <laughs> we should have I've already, I've already stepped into hell. Like, if there is a way to do it, yep. hear it out loud. That's, that's it. A little help with my friends. Fire, <laughs> brimstone, all that shit doesn't matter. If I have to listen to that for 24 hours a day. That, that was actually a very good Scott. Staff I was going to say, I haven't. Uh... Oh, what old world. <laughs> yeah, that's a. If, if you have, I, I don't know. No, I see my, I see my wife's songs. I mean, I've I've listened to every album and stuff, and you know, oh, no. uh, some of no. it will have a. Oh. Uh, it could be taken as a Christian overtone, which they said, you know, originally that's be. what they were doing. But uh, you know, I also hear it as uh, love songs to his kid, and uh, yeah, can we zoom know, in on life that and, ticket? Yeah, I got the beetle. Yeah, the, so the scarab. Wait, so yeah, Al, is this Al, is Yeah, this who yours? signed the dollar bill? That's Tommy Lee. That's Tommy Lee. If you, yeah. if you go over that, the, well, what did he uh, sign it with? His hand or the protocol? Yeah. Wait, which way do you I want me to go, that, Danny? I have that one too. Were you in Soldier Field or where were yeah. you to see that show? Hey, hey, Al, was that in 95? Was that when yeah, he was, was over at the at your friend's neighbor's house and he rode my chopper? We yeah, talk. that's the Tommy Lee one. Yeah, that's a that, that was a that was a great day. Uh, Tommy Lee was at your guy's house. Uh, oh, Tommy Lee signed it with his Lee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he he was a down to earth guy. I felt sorry for him because he couldn't go anywhere without being mobbed, you know. But we got to talk about I don't know twenty minutes to a half hour. And, yeah, uh, he was pretty cool actually. Yeah, I mean he. Uh, not as wild. Uh, he he thought I was wild and told me to take it easy. I let him ride my uh, custom chopper around the block, and he came he came off of it shaking and and said it was uh, the the fastest thing he ever been on. And I said, "Oh, but you're married to Pamela Lee, right?" And he looked at me <laughs> and put me in a headlock and gave me a noogie. Ah! You know, I'm sitting there going. You know, he didn't get upset with it. He's like, oh, yeah, it, you know, we were joking around, having fun. We pulled a scam to get past the barriers and stuff like that. And, uh, heck, uh, Al and I, we were eating the sandwiches from the uh, the film crew and all that stuff. It was pretty cool. We fit right in. And the cops looked at me. I said, no. I would believe yeah. that you two would fit right in in the back. <laughs> of the I stuff. had hair. I, I had would hair. think that you guys look like church boys. Just like yeah. <laughs> I said Tommy told me I it was okay. It was I told, I, yeah, I told I told uh, I told the cop uh, that was keeping people out. You know, I said Tommy told me to tell you it was okay, and he looked at me and looked at my bike, and he goes. Okay, lifted the barrier, and you could hear all the people. Hey, hey, that's my dad. That's my brother, and all this. And I'm like, yeah, not falling for it. So, and then I burned, <laughs> I, I burned rubber up the street, and Tommy'd come walking out, and he was just totally amazed at the bike. I said, "You want to ride it?" And so, uh, very few people got to ride that that bike because it was scary fast. Al, so, I will say it's uh, it's a good thing that you didn't um, like laminate ear tickets because um uh i wish my mom was on here now because this is like a nerdy thing that my mom actually had happened to her not nerdy but like it's sad this I person came in with with all these tickets and they tried to laminate it and because of the heat it turned all the tickets black 
Oh, so all those tickets dang. turned black. And this person had like a wall like you had. And my I mom used... sat there and said, I, I don't know what to do. Oh, like, boy. and it, so with tickets, yeah, you can't laminate them. Like I use that decoupage. I think it's decoupage or whatever you call it. I use that on like Mod Podge. Hey, Mod Al, Podge. who's that pick? The, who, what pick is that? What band? Um, well, to the left of where that square is, is Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick. Oh yeah, that's, hey, piece pizza. That's, 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 the square is is Creed, by the way. Yeah, is it? Nice. I, I don't have a Creed one. I do have a Rick Nelson guitar pick, though. I, I do you, want to point out one over here. Al, this, this is with Rolling Stones with Guns and Roses. Yeah. L.A. Coliseum. Yeah. Wow. Living Color opened up for. What a great uh, show. show! Yeah. Rick, I had uh, I had tickets for the. Uh, show with uh, Metallica and uh, Guns N' Roses mm -hmm. that the riot was, but I was in the hospital at that time, so uh, I, I missed the riot. St. Well, and Rick might be able to back me up more than anybody else here, but Rolling Stones and Guns N' Roses makes a lot more sense then than it might now, because I mean, early GNR is essentially Rolling Stones, right, Rick? It, it's yeah it's I got agree. stones running through its backbone and yeah early stones and that punk. was izzy straddling that's that all izzy yep izzy's in my heart listen to the juju hound the first juju hounds album it's a basically a stones record yeah keith well, richards it's ripoff amazing. it's, it's yep. a basically keith richard keith richards first solo record yeah 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 i'd agree with that yeah i see rick springfield that was the very first concert I ever went to, believe it or not. Wow. Greg Kin Band opened up the shows. Oh, oh wow. And then, see, that's the same type of ticket. See, that's that bigger yeah. type ticket. So that's... Revolver, too, which. Uh, yeah. That was Rick Springfield's still out there doing it. And now I do. Doing shows. I mentioned this before, but I do have to say that Beatles Pearl Jam on. That was my first show, big show ever. Oh, nice. Pearl Jam at Soldier Field. And I had that hanging on my bedroom wall for 20-some years. Cool. Yeah, and I got yeah. to look at it every day because I didn't get to come. Oh, because Michael Tom, <laughs> if she's not on here, said he couldn't. No, it's out she's not on. Younger. Fuck that lady. She, she was, was the worst young, mom in the world. But oh. younger she wouldn't let me go to Chicago at, four, yeah. at 15, but, I mean, Danny's parents were apparently, you know, saints because they let their 14-year-old kid go. Speaking of um, the Guns N' Roses ticket, there's another one on there. Um, the very first night of the Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, they opened at Alpine Valley, and there's a ticket on there of that somewhere. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. All right. That's. Oh. I would have liked to see that before they yeah. fucking, it all disintegrated. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but is still, that where Metallica opened for them? Appetite for Destruction was, uh, uh, oh. I, I thought, was the best that they ever did but oh yes oh yeah the first time i no ever even heard about use your illusion one or two is rick standing in his kitchen on the phone pre-ordering both tapes oh wow <laughs> yeah yep i need to make sure these are i need to make sure it's just my name these are yeah. there. I was there, you know, in the summer, and they were coming out like at the end. What was September? September. Yeah, September. what it was. No, I need both of them. 
like arguing with somebody. I think it was Music Land or Disney <laughs> Hockey or whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, my was... god, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it came. I brief. Oh, go ahead. Well, you could get one or the other, or both. And you ordered the both. You yeah, both. you had to make sure that it was both. Pre, can't we all agree there should only have been one? Completely. Yeah, they yeah. could have. Yeah, they could have. Yeah, the time, I mean, like, no, I, I mean, I get, I understand it. Greatest, but... Appetite is one of the greatest rock records. Period. period. Yeah. Oh, from front to back, hundred percent. It was all downhill no after that. that. Yep. yep. There's no denying that. There's nowhere to go but, but down after that. To, every time I listen to Usual Illusion One and Two, and I'm like, I feel like we could just cut this down like about ten songs and yeah. Yeah, make but... it a fantastic one record but that it, it, low appetite out of the way it also i, just, I think but it's and we have arnold in the videos and, and <laughs> well yeah you could yeah. be there was such hype when like civil war came out and mm-hmm. you could be mine came out because yeah. those songs those are still probably two of the most solid no, songs. great songs yeah and the problem was i think they sat on it too long and they let axel go crazy in the producer's seat a little bit basically you know uh from what i understand and like it was just so overproduced like all that crap with um yeah the like, trilogy strange yeah oh God. Trilogy. like yeah. wait so axel was the problem that's weird i never <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right he doesn't seem that's like no that new- type of wait, guy you're just breaking time. news here <laughs> but i will yeah. say rick i will say one of my favorite gnr songs ever and not in a GNR vein is 14 years. Oh god, that's because a great... that is so much Izzy. That's he's yeah. had already been dismissed from the band. Well, Chinese that's... democracy. Uh, that that whole album because it took so long. I, I've listened to it twice. I don't. I, I just haven't got into it at all. And sometimes if you listen to it, you'll get into it. But, but I didn't get into it at all. No. You know. And I thought, what a waste that. That amount of time waiting for something, but maybe your expectation. I will. I will say, like, I think when I listened to it, I was like, "All right, well, it's been so long because it was yeah. like fuck that." Last time you think of Guns N' Roses, you think of like the early nineties. Like yeah. you don't even yeah, think it, about it. it. Yeah, it didn't like, sound oh, like so that. it will be kind of cool to hear him again. Yeah. And you went back and you listened to it, and I, I thought it's not bad. It's Ooh. not the worst thing I've ever heard. It's just that Axel like gets in his head and fucking just. I, and I, as a guy, as a guy, yeah, as a guy oh. who just read, I, I just read Steve Adler's book. Like, I know it's been out for a long oh, time. Oh, yeah, I want to get that. I want to read that. It, it's really good. Like, okay. I mean, and he's the guy did a lot of drugs and he admits it all the way. That's through. why he had a and, stroke. Yeah. And he had a stroke and like he, he almost died like up. several thousand times. <laughs> but he was like, I was the only one that could stand up to Axel. And that's why they kicked me out of the band. Mm-hmm. And means- which is. Maybe. And he, well, I it's mean, crazy. that's like he, he can still get kicked out of Metallica. Makes good books. Like, oh, you know, I, like, think yeah. I think it's Izzy leaving is the downfall of that band. Yeah, it was a different Like, I, I, Rick, I maybe I think Mustaine leaving Metallica. Well, Burton dying, obviously. Well, yeah, that, they, like, that's Burton, Burton dying was way those bigger. Those two were the. But Hammond couldn't play. He Kirk can't play like Dave Mustaine. He Dave Mustaine made those first albums. Or, you know what I mean? Or I just mean from a the, the, the driving force, the speed. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. 
Because yeah. if if I listen to well, except for the new Metallica song, I hope you know, things are coming out of that. But Megadeth still puts out some pretty good stuff. Yeah, Megadeth is yeah vastly superior in a lot of ways. More solid throughout their whole career. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, more like, good, more good songs like per album. More good he songs sells, per album. He sells yeah. essentially a Metallica record, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know if I'd yeah. go with that. No, no, no. I think true. it is. I Maybe mean, killing is my business. Because uh, killing is my that, business is closer to a Metallica album, I would say. All right. See, yeah. I. Think Killing is that the one with the one which is basically uh, them? Are you talking about early Metallica? Because Megadeth, uh, oh. uh, early Megadeth, like so far so good. So what? Yeah, was that uh, was your ride the lightning type stuff? And if it, Mustaine wasn't Metallica or Megadeth wouldn't be playing uh, on those first couple albums. Must Mustaine's. Um, Speed and everything is what made them, those first couple albums really good. And then, you know, you could call them sellouts and stuff, but really, the what is it? Load? That's the load. That's that's where they kind of lost. Well, load and reload. They didn't even play. I, I will. I will say, if as a Metallica fan, as in a diehard, there are two yeah. different bands. Yep. There is yeah. the greatest well, thrash metal band to ever exist. And there's a really, really good hard rock band that mm-hmm. exists. Yeah. So if you're trying to equate the two or, you know, marriage the two, you're going to come up in, in butt heads. But yeah. there's no denying that the best to ever do thrash is Metallica. Well, you got, I, I know. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I will argue. Pantera well, yeah, Pan- Pantera would be uh, different. I, I'm no, t- I, yeah, Thrash, Pantera is not Thrash the same is level different than what, no. what they played. No. Now, the it, first it, couple of them, Mustaine brought everything even, into it. They, it's I don't even think of Metallica. Music. It's because of Mustaine and Megadeth. Mustaine and what Megadeth, listen to uh, So Far, So Good, So What. Listen to that album, and you're going to go, oh, shit, that's where they... That's where they came up with battery. That's where they came with ride the lightning. That's where they well, came up with some of these uh, of the of the faster songs. Doug, I agree. I, I started it by saying, you know, oh. agreeing with you. But I, oh, okay. what I'm is, you know, Dave had a very influential uh, point in the songwriting process. But I think yeah. Dave, right. Cliff, those guys, oh, yeah, what made Metallica and Jay- Yes, oh, and that's and, it. And but James needed those other two guys. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like it's like Jordan on the Wizards. Yeah. Not the same without. Michael Jordan played for the Wizards. Don't talk. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. You had to have you Pippen I mean? and everybody else. I know. Um. Oh, Mike loves Saint Anger. Uh. <laughs> no. Shit, I forgot no. about Saint Anger. Honestly, that was. Oh that's my. the one with you no guitar about- solos. That yeah. no no guitars. The whole album is Lars and his fucking kick drum and his fucking let me ask oh, the the snare oh. t, 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 and the snare. Yep. That's all so, it is. Yeah, Nicole. Nicole. Just because he's a tennis player doesn't mean he can that, that good of cardio. Yeah, exactly. Nicole, you, and he's got a question for Nicole. Go ahead, Nicole. What is your 
um, relationship? How did you come to Metallica? What's your view on Metallica? <laughs> no, no, because, because you did an, you're doing the cranberries, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so awesome. was that something that was even was Metallica even relevant to you? That kind of music even relevant to you? You didn't care about it? Nope, not even on my radar at that time. Gotcha. If I make the reference, oh, the real that... question is: I I have to ask. I was like, how is it that you do that one and not the one without Zombie? I mean, my oh, wife's you... favorite song of all time. Zombie, zombie. That is a that well, is and a that's yeah. song. I just yeah. have to ask, like, why so you, you have to wait for the episode? Not Mike? the second one. I pick, you know I know Steve. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it. Don't give it all away. Don't give it away. Yeah. But I will just say that I encountered the first album first. Encountered. And that was what hooked me first. And then I heard them in sequence and even started to get them as Christmas gifts. Like, so I, I went along the journey on a slight delay from when they came out. But yes, no, no need to argue like that. The whole album is amazing as well. It's incredible. Brilliant. So just Steve, just record that what you just said, and then use it. <laughs> because I mean, at one point, Rick, Rick, I, I mean, Nicole, I agree with you. Because at one point, Rick got me as a Christmas gift Warren's cherry pie. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I and, and vanilla ices, ice ice baby. I'm oh my gosh! So, Can we talk Rick about the Christmas gift that I got you? Yeah, Rick probably got all. it as an extra the record, in the, uh, record of the month. Life. <laughs> and justice for all, it was at the. Yeah. Yeah, news and booze in Spring Valley, and my dad goes, "Got to get something for your cousin." And I said, "Oh, Danny likes this." And I pulled the tape out, and it was "Injustice for All Metallica." I go, he likes that. So my dad, who is, which is hilarious now, if I, I mean I'm 42, so at that time he was probably 20 or 37, 32. Mm-hmm. I mean he was like you know in his 30s. And he's like, yeah, whatever. My kid says it. Just get the cassette of this. Lady Liberty thing. He doesn't know any who the fuck Metallica is. He doesn't know who yeah. the fuck anybody is on MTV. My dad to this day has no idea. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll get that. Wrap it up. And gave it to him, and I, I think, I I think some of the best music you encounter sometimes is encountering it in an arbitrary way, too. Like bands you accidentally got introduced yep. to. Yeah. I'll hear, I yeah, I'll hear a song and then I'll, I'll... without context or with, oh, you have to listen to this. Yep. It's, yeah. it's almost like the undue pressure. Well, I got a story about to, that. To, too. Well, well, I want to add on to the Christmas gift. So, Alan here, during one Christmas, he hands me two CDs. One is Emerson Lake and Palmer's Greatest Hits, mm-hmm. which this explains had, all of our had, had never heard of that before. I mean, didn't know anything about it, but also Aerosmith Gems. And this was during, yes, he, he gave it to me though, when, you know, um, you know, crying, amazing, you know, that yeah. particular yeah. era of Aerosmith. Yeah. And, that's... and my, but my, re- my reply to him was, oh yeah, I like these guys. They sing crying. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he, he, but he, he hammered it home. Like, no, 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 this is good Aerosmith. Like my but, yeah. I'm not when, sure. when I heard Aerosmith for the first time was my uh, uncle's eight track tape player with the big Mickey Mouse phones and and there was no volume control i mean you could just turn it up super loud and you you had back in the saddle again and uh big 10 inch and all these yeah, other that, songs that Aerosmith gems was nothing like i had was expecting i mean it had yeah, Tom McKinn and, and yeah. the train kept rolling i mean there was yeah, tra- it, it yeah. was it was an excellent album 
Back then, you just didn't know if they were going to show up for their concerts because of the <laughs> drug problems. Once you they got I mean? sober, they sucked. Yep. <laughs> well, they, they got in with um, after done with years, I was done with them. The, I like did pump. Run DMC. It brought them. It brought them back to people. Yeah, you know, knowing who they were. Mainstream. Yeah, and then they hired songwriters to do permanent vacation. Nicole, I have a story about the uh, getting Great music point. arbitrary. That that um, so that I think I was in fifth or sixth grade, and uh, some guy, one of my buddies, Larry Medeiros was his name. He, he he came to class one day and he said, "I got this album and I don't really like it. You you want to listen to it?" And of course, I'm always up for it, right? So I said, "Yeah, sure, I'll listen to it." So I took it home, I put it on, and I played it like a million times. The album he gave me was Queen Live Killers. Oh, yeah. And That's... it turned me on to Queen to, to this day. And How I got could it somebody totally not free. like that? How could somebody not like that? And that's what... I mean, that was... <laughs> that was yeah. That, that's a great I, album. I got turned on to Queen through uh, News of the World. Yes, the, uh, the, yes. The album artwork is what yes. drew me to that. Yes. Because it just looks so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Have you yeah, ever bought an album just not even knowing the artist, but just thought the cover was cool? And you're like, I just want to hear what this band sounds like because I That's just want to show that in my house. Was it Family Guy that showed the, 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 the I think, I think it was Family Guy that just would show that crying, uh, was it robot or whatever you want to call them and it was freaking them out but it i have to try to see if i can find it on google but it was it was so funny because it was freaking them out but you know family guy moment where they spend a minute on the same thing or maybe even 90 seconds of him staring at the robot and back to him and back to the robot so but you think, they think they got the idea from the queen album i probably? do yeah that's exactly because they used they <laughs> I would say the answer is true that yeah. especially we, people it is cool like this age, we all just hey that album look cover looks cool. Yeah. yeah, let's just buy that. Well, I was yeah. just gonna say it is very cool, especially you know, we're all from different generations and everything, but how imposing, how in, enticing an album cover is, or yeah. if somebody says, you know. We've all talked about it on our episodes, you know, with Steve. But if somebody gives you something or, you know, whether it's physical, digital or whatever, and there's a record there, and there's an album yeah. cover there. And you're like, it's so intriguing. What I, I think that what is there? That, that's what is, one, that one had We Will Rock You. And that, you know, uh, that was that was big. I can remember you know, stomping our feet on the floorboards of the car and clapping to "We Will Rock You," and and so that I, I was. I think a uh, to, to touch on what Danny said, I, th I think that with the with all the advantages of streaming and everything being on demand and ready, and and autoplay based on whatever your algorithm is telling you, the album art is is getting to be a lost art because I can't think of any recent albums that ca that are, you know are imprinted in my memory because you're yeah. not shopping. All, you know, through the record store, you're not shopping for your CDs. All you're seeing is a tiny little thumbnail. Yeah, you're you know, us. And, and they and they're not all as cool as the Music Rewind logo. So every you know what, you know what, 
Luke found it, by the way. You think he no, found it? Most Steve is. Not, I don't, don't think they did. It's not. A, it's not, dude. You made a, it. You made it up, Al. It's, it's a treasure. It doesn't exist. I know. It's a treasure hunt. That... But here's the deal. So all of these dates that I'm posting, uh, could they have possibly stopped by Peoria the yes. next day on the way that's, to? That's Louis absolutely. Or... That's absolutely it. Uh, it's a, it was a fill-in. It was a fill-in last-minute thing. So any of but, these could be correct. Yeah, like like that no, golden. No, they would have thirty-eight special. I can remember them. I think I, I didn't go see them then, but well, no, it would have been. Before, it would have been before then. No, it would have been like so. You guys probably know. So Peoria is a a stop, not only geographically, but. From Chicago to Peoria to St. Louis, St. Louis, right? Yeah. And if you look at concerts, that's how it always goes for Peoria shows. Or when a band gets ready to go out on a full-blown tour, they come to Peoria or a smaller city like that, and they warm up. They, well, they iron the, out. Well, I'm in the advertising business, and from the early 70s, to the late '90s, it used to say if it plays in Peoria, plays that's, in Peoria. Where would, yeah. that's where they would test. Yeah, I think that, and that comes from the forties. Yeah, it does. Well, right. Yeah, Nicole, you're right. But they, they would say, well, if it plays in Middle America, and yep. Peoria used to be the quintessential test market. Meaning, middle yeah. America, white mm-hmm. Middle America. <laughs> yeah. if, it, if, if it'll sell there, WMA, Luke. There you yeah. go. Oh, we were talking about uh, album artwork. The the reason I bought the first um, Iron Maiden was record album was because uh, yeah. of the artwork. Yeah, they, they always had some there. good Wait, is so, yeah. is that the and first? And so I bought every album the after that because of the artwork. But they had the songs to uh, back it up, you know. So that's but that originally, you know, kid in high school, and I saw that, I'm like, oh wow, that's pretty cool. What I'll tell you back, and I'll tie you back to um, Rick's episode, Music Rewind. You saw the cassette on somebody's desk, and that intrigued you enough to listen to what was there. Like, yeah, well, to to ask to take it, you know, like I gotta I gotta take this thing home, right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And there's, I I have a couple of things I want to say. First, are like actually peoria stories because mm-hmm. some of you know that's i i talked about growing up in waukesha but i was in peoria until i was almost seven like that's where i was born mm-hmm. and um i have a lot of fond memories but one of them was caterpillar tractor rallies oh yeah and yeah my dad worked for cat of course mine, mine did too yeah Everybody. Mine, yeah <laughs> and and i re- that's the first place i encountered queen Oh, I didn't know oh, that. I didn't know what it was, but they always used to play "Another One Bites the Dust." Like, oh, <laughs> you know, I didn't realize that. Well, uh, I'm I'm probably older than you are, so but I can remember going and getting the ice no. cream sandwiches and all that stuff. You I know, uh, so my dad, my grandpa, my uncles—they all worked at Caterpillar. It's yep. sad now because yeah, it, it's not what it was. Yeah, you know? it's not the world headquarters anymore. No, uh, uh-uh. no, yeah. And then no, Chicago, man. We well, uh, yes, but I also heard last there, month. Yeah, now it's Texas. Yeah, Texas, now they're moving yeah. out of Texas, aren't they? Uh, Texas are low in Texas. It was Deerfield. Now they're going wherever in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
And Texas is business friendly and, and actually personal friendly. You don't have certain taxes like you do everywhere else. And Illinois has very high taxes on on everything, businesses uh, and uh, uh, utilities, that kind of stuff. But that was the other thing was earlier in the week, um, in tribute to Jeff Beck, there was an article in um, the Milwaukee Journal that was talking about how at a show in Peoria where he opened for Fleetwood Mac. So this would have been like 76 or 77. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They Jeff Beck requested fish, a fish dinner on his rider. And Uh those of you who know the area King's restaurant. Oh yeah. Was was famous for its catfish dinners. Right. And they brought it. Like it's going to be catfish. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And apparently Englishmen don't eat catfish, or at least they didn't in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are there catfish in England? Like, <laughs> but that's it's probably fish, considered yeah. like the catfish lowest bottom feeding. Yeah. Is, bottom yeah. I'm sorry. I know I'm from it's off the Illinois River, but that is dirt fish. I'm so yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. In any case, he flung it across the room at like he threw it at the person that brought it to him. Oh wow! <laughs> it, it was like this, this very renowned from King's Restaurant. Like, oh my gosh, it's a local delicacy. And apparently, he apologized later. But I just it just reminded me, and I was like, yeah, I have really vague memories of King's Restaurant. You know, because yeah, imagine if they had carp. Oh yeah, carp. Well, yeah. You went to Jonas. You remember Jonas and East Peoria? They're, well, they're still around, but uh, get a good piece of fish there. Are are they? Are we selling advertisements for them now? <laughs> I don't know. All, all I knew of, of Peoria was Showbiz Pizza back in the before. Oh, hell, actually, all I knew was the last time I went Al's, to Jonas. Al's, 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 Went to yeah. went to Jonah's last time with my wife, and the the portions were so small. I was just like, "You got to be shitting me!" We left there after we ate, and went directly to Long John Silver's, and we both sat there and was eating their their white fish or whatever it is that yep. they they slash out. But I just remember yeah. the uh, the Riverman. Oh yeah, yeah, they're still the, around. Well, yeah. my trouble for that Chiefs, team. and then and then we. Uh, went down there for our basketball tournament. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, but now they. Oh yeah. Then we got. We all yeah. got in trouble at the basketball tournament. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think Pierre I think every. I think yeah. every person in Hall High School got in trouble. <laughs> oh. Like if if it wasn't the basketball only, team, hey, it was like us. Only lost, only lost one game. Only lost one. It game. was there. Yeah. And then, it was but there. I remember. I remember being in a. Holiday in like in, uh, in Peoria somewhere. You didn't play. You were just there as a fan and being weirdo. Well, yeah, well, we were all down there, but like all the football, all the guys came down and we all got in trouble at the. Actually, yeah. Peoria, Michael, the first concert we ever went to was at the Civic Center. You remember it? Very special. Yes, 1982. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh Jefferson Starship. Hardcore bands at the time called uh, No Danny, it was not it it was not yeah. 
Toadies played at the Purity Civic Center. Oh, nice. Oh, Toadies, yeah. It was nice. The Toadies played at Civ, the Madison Ivy, Theater. Brutal Juice. I think I was at that show, guys. The headliners. Okay, we, yeah. you guys met Al back in the day. What so year? We were we were at this show. My mom what, said what out loud. She goes, "What's that, Al? You what year was go the to Pearl Jam? Ninety this summer. It was nineteen ninety five. And no, she goes, no. you can't. No, yes, ninety three or ninety four. No, it was ninety five. I was no. fifteen. You were fourteen. No. I, dude, Jimmy Thompson drove us. He was sixteen. <laughs> I promise you, yeah. <laughs> I have a ticket. <laughs> I promise you, our you next a, concert. You had a we blue went car and and the Verve in 1996. I I promise you, I was 15. We played it. They Toadies played at the Madison Theater, which is in like the scuzziest part of Peoria. Uh, yeah. And my mom was like, "It's okay that a 16 year old will drive you down there, and go to this the shittiest part of Peoria." Yeah. What Soldier Field to go see Pearl Jam, where there's forty thousand people and nothing could happen? Nope, garbage. That you'll get murdered in in at Soldier Field. I'm like if it was a Bears game, you'd be fine. Yeah. But you're gonna let me go to this show, and we went to the show. We had a guy with us. He probably weighed 115 pounds, and he was standing by the door. And it was all ages show. And this guy got thrown out of the show. The other, not our, uh, not our a buddy. Different, a different, a different guy place. got thrown out, <laughs> and he was thrown through our friend. And we're like, "That's our buddy." And we're like, "The guy was this monster of a human." Just goes, "What?" We're like, "You just threw a guy through the door." But our buddy was standing there, and he goes, "Oh, sorry." So the guy opens up the doors, grabs our buddy with one arm. Holds back the drunk, like we're I'm 15 years old, and he holds back the drunk and he goes, You're out, you're in, shuts the doors. He goes, Sorry about that, guys. There was a guy ba- bashing apples on his fucking head. Like, what are we watching? I'm like, So this is better than Pearl Jam? Like, how is this like a thing? It was a rough town. <laughs> I will say and then, that the uh. Um, it was a good show. Wait, I mean, I by the Toadies is an underrated it's a great record. rock record. Yeah, if anyone wants to listen to it, I like all They're the Toadies. Texas. Albums. Al, is, is, that, is 1982 early for that concert? 1980? Yeah. Those guys, 1980 Toadies. Oh, sorry. I was like, so, yeah, there's, for Toadies, those guys are like, Couple years There's a 1980 now. concert, Ario Speedwagon and 38 Special in Peoria. It's listed as the as at Bradley though. Yeah. I posted that. I will say Steve. I've never seen a show. Oh, did you? <clears throat> yep. Ario Speedwagon played there a lot. I mean, I saw that. That one sounds like the creepy volleyball coach that got fired for being inappropriate with girls. Like Hold Mario on. Speedwagon and oh. 38 Special. Really? Like, what is going on? Phil Powers? Is it Phil Powers? Yeah, Power- yeah, yeah Phil Powers. I brought a Phil Powers. Yeah, Phil Powers. I didn't find a 1996 Toadies concert in Peoria. It was Toadies, Sieve, and Brutal Juice. Yeah, that's us. That's... That was it. That was ni- well, I was 15. I think it was early. Jesus, Luke, yeah, it was early 96. I'm like, hey, here's my memory. It's my first. <laughs> <laughs> like, nope, nope. You said 93, 94. Yeah, you dick. 
Lark. It, it gets and then, hey, but then we went and saw Luke. You like this? We went and saw Tonic and the and uh, the. I did. Nice. I went and saw that. I I like both of it's those. The same Luke, 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 like Tonic. I'm an old man. I like to have my memories. Hey, <laughs> and I knew it was at 93. You were like 10 at a concert. Like, what the fuck? Your mom was like, "That's fine. He can go with the fucking, you know, Michael, who's 11, with the fucking 17 year old boy down." Oh, oh you remember the summer? You remember the sun? No, it wasn't. It was actually December. I think I was probably I was probably 10 or 11 when I saw Johnny Cash at the Shrine Mosque in Peoria. My dad. What? Took me and my brother. Yeah. about that. That was that was a long no, time. You have to ago, listen but... to the music rewind episode where he talks about that. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm kidding. I just go. What was your first was good. Ever. Oh, intentional or arbitrary? Well, obviously, your first. We're dead. Yeah. yeah. What, what's uh, the first concert that you were at that made an impact on you? Mm. I was I was very late to the concert game uh I'm trying to remember what the first one might have been it might have been I went to a free show in Chicago on the 4th of July and it was uh with the headliner it was John Mayer oh well buddy buddy guy came out and played with him oh oh, Oh, my gosh the two openers were rodrigo e gabriella and uh robert randolph band i think oh that would have been a a great one we were 100 living here and we just that is (laughs) that was a friend of mine from college was like i know someone in chicago we can sleep on their floor want to go to this so we hopped on the train we're in yeah i'm like i'm in i'm there yeah and say what you want about john mayer but those are that's a lineup oh, he was awesome for sure and company, that, that, yeah that guy could play and then gosh just to see yeah, yeah that, that was that was pretty cool and then we walked down and got to see the fireworks um and stuff and it was also the taste of chicago was going on that day as well Ooh. so oh, chicago was... was an absolute zoo but best concert tip I had is bring an umbrella. Because even in the sun, you stand there under your umbrella and it's like instant shade. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. We were out there for hours and hours too. But it was I, will, I will say best best concert tip for a uh, um, like a festival is one of those water bottles can be water. <laughs> right, right. Water bottle. It's the best. Uh, I uh, real quick story, and I, then I'm gonna I'm gonna step back. But we were we. It was a Pearl Jam 07 tour, and Lala, it was Lala and my buddy and I. We went all day for the next couple, like all this, and we all had like the fake water vodka thing. And then Danny shows up and he goes, "Hey!" It was like halfway through the set. Or it was like later in the day. He's like, I had to work, but I come in and he had water. And both were like, after him and I had been like smoked all day. It's like, I brought us water. And I was like, please tell me these are actual waters and not vodka. And we closed Grant Park down. And you ever have like a a Chicago cop with a horse on a horse? (laughs) Like say... I think it's time for you guys to leave. And we're like, the concert's over, man. We didn't even get the <laughs> Right. <going on." laughs> 
Anyway, Rick, what's yeah. the first <laughs> concert experience? These are all true stories, Daniel. <laughs> the for first... you that that um that resonated. Okay, well, I mean, the first real concert experience I had resonated in a way, in a really weird way. The first real concert I ever went to was a jazz concert. Um, it was the Buddy Rich Band. Oh, oh wow. Oh, wow. Yep. It was not Buddy Rich himself. He had passed by that point. Mm-hmm. But it was, I was in eighth grade, and this would have been like early 1991, maybe. Was, I think it might have been December 1990. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, it was really incredible. I, I remember their their drummer who was not Buddy Rich, but he was right. stand in whoever he was, you know, because they obviously had to have somebody to sort of that could play that. Yeah, good. It, yeah, yeah, and just being blown away by just kind of like the I'll use a metaphor here the size of the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just all encompassing the. Yeah. the yeah, it's like an orchestra. When the first time you you know hear an orchestra, you're like, "Wow," because uh, you're so used to kids' bands, uh, mm-hmm. orchestra, and then when you get to a real orchestra, it's like, "Oh man, that's a movement," you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, that would have been cool. Uh, I I really like him as a drummer. So on my Facebook, I have a lot of Buddy Rich's stuff because he was just incredible you know uh, he was just awesome drummer him and neil pert those are the guys that i put on the Ooh. you know i, I want to show people how good some of those guys were i can go get my rush collection if you guys want to see that <laughs> yeah yeah here's here's a question i i want to have a neil pert you. scarf no no <laughs> i don't think he wore those yeah. Well, here's a question I wanted to ask too. Not only the first concert, but do you remember the first time that you were either in an audience or performing that you were like, well, for me it was in an audience mm-hmm. where it might have been like a eighth grade play, it might have been whatever. When you looked up at somebody and said, "Oh, that's what I want to do," or that connects with me. I I, I could take on that way. You know what I mean? Like, like I remember seeing, you know, high school or eighth grade plays when I was in the audience. And I still, I honestly still remember the names of the, the people that were in those plays who are now, you know, in their fifties or whatever, who are all state, whatever, you know, I'm like, Oh man. So, so Danny, uh, back when, uh, uh, when I was young, went to uh, a thing called a score of scores at Putnam County high school. And it was a, uh, a medley of, of returning greatest hits of, of past students. Uh, I was young. I was probably eight or nine, but what blew my mind was uh, it started off with, Oh, what a beautiful morning from Oklahoma. And it was my uncle Jack walking through the audience, singing it belting it jack grazier i had no idea apparently he was uh a great singer number one this is when i learned that michael jack is a good singer uh but he uh was in oklahoma back when he was in high school at putnam county completely blew my mind and then that's how the show started and then it was just a great um variety show showcase of some of the greatest hits and it was i mean people that were middle-aged at that point but still going back 
to their high school and singing songs they sung in high school. And it was fantastic. It really was. It was really neat. Uh, singing South Pacific, other Rogers and Hammersteins type stuff was at the time. But it was really awesome. That was like my first kind of sitting in the audience and seeing a show on the stage. It was really cool. I was in uh, eighth grade and we did um, uh, Annie, um, a little orphan Annie. And uh, I sang bass even in eighth grade. So they said, we're going to, they put me out front. And then a um, couple, uh, we had a, a boy that actually would sing really high. And we just did the music for, it wasn't the play. We just did the, the songs from it uh, at like an assembly. And, uh, I can remember doing that, and then uh, uh, we had a, uh, a Christian rock band that I sing in for just two two things. But uh, uh, what I think, uh, 1984, the Van Halen concert, that was when I had never heard anything that loud, and um, that was a great show, you know, and I was like, uh, that turned me on to going to more concerts and stuff like that. But that was probably, and seeing Eddie Van Halen, cause I was already a, a, you know, huge fan of him. but just to see that, I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that would be something I'd want to do, you know? So absolutely. That, that was uh, changing. So I can, I can play the drums like a drum machine. I'm not a drummer, you know, natural. I got, uh, I got a, um, uh, cousin that's the drum tech for kings of leon and my other my uh, uncle uh when i was growing up was my hero he taught me about motorcycles plus uh he played drums in the morton high school band but then he he still plays the drums for other local bands in the uh, peoria area uh so but that's i thought that was kind of cool to watch him and i wanted to do everything that he did so <clears throat> Could we hear a rendition of Hard Knock Life, maybe? Well, (laughs) I would belt out tomorrow, but you don't want to hear that. And and these pipes. uh, Luke can sing the high part. (laughs) I don't know if you heard like um, uh, Don Dawkin, uh, which you guys wouldn't even know who that is. But that was my voice sounded like that because my brother who played the drums in the Christian band says that's not my brother's voice coming out of him so it's you, you reach in and you pull it out of you and uh now my now i wouldn't be able to do that i haven't practiced i used to be able to hold my breath for like four minutes so i could sit there and extend what we were talking about was it the um guns and roses song where you find that the actual rose at the end of the song they just kind of repeat it. i'm trying to remember the song that you could be mine yeah, you could be mine. I could sit there and do that, but then I could go for like another minute afterwards and people are like, damn, you know, they're like, okay, you could quit now. You could quit now. And uh, was it the the guy that did um, Steel Heart? He did the um, uh, he did the singing for Mark Wahlberg in the uh, rock star. And uh, I was working, um, I had a motorcycle shop, but I would also part-time be a security guard at a concert venue and still heart and uh, lynch mob george lynch's group played and when he was practicing he was uh singing and then i sat there and 
sing as high as he did, but I went for a long time. So it's almost like the movie Rockstar, where the guy uh, is in the audience uh, and outdoes him. But then after that, I you know I wasn't into that. My friends opened up for a couple bands that were there. Um, I'm crushed to think that Marky Mark didn't do his own singing. Yeah, no, I, no. I was more nervous that you're going to say something like, you know, like Marky Mark had a stand-in for no, he, you know, well, no, one he, movie. In the singing, he did. <laughs> oh, Boogie so, Nights. <laughs> yeah, Boogie Nights, that was all me. You know, that actually, was me. I was the there's a funny thing. I, I, I was at, so I was for speech class at when I was at Northern uh, Illinois, um, the guy did prosthetics and he did all this stuff. And he flashed all like the different movies they had their prosthetics for, and like Boogie Nights came up. Oh wow! And everybody was kind of like, "I know what you're thinking. <laughs> what what prosthetic did I do?" And I was like, "Obviously his dick. Like, there's no way. Like, he just hung out. Like, yeah, like Tommy. Yeah. Like for everybody. Like, it's not is his real. mom still like, on, or is she? Yeah. She's watching. My her mom video. would agree, and she oh. would laugh. You know, my, Doug. I'll tell you what." If I run down in Peoria and my parents are down there, you meet my parents, you'll have yeah. the best time of your life. With yeah, family. you'll they'll 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 talk about the shit. You'll you'll yeah. never believe. Well, my motorcycle shop was in uh, Champaign, Illinois, and the the uh, uh, that was a college town, and that's where uh, I would keep, repair their scooters and all that, and and motorcycles, and then I would take odd jobs. Whatever made money, I would do back then. Uh, wait, I should put limitations on that. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody picked up on that. That was such an easy one. I'm the only one that might have said it out loud. You could have put, yeah, that's right. But I'm yeah. ill. What's uh? Yeah. What, what's another topic throw out there? We're we're at the the two hour mark. Do we want a new topic or? How's everyone feeling? Danny, what were you going to say? You, you had something. Tough to... no, no, we we had been talking about if, if there was any um, any performance or something that we oh, yeah, were looking at from a, you know, as you were a child. Sure. If You're asking was, me? You were, yeah. Well, my, my, we're first, about, yeah, my first concert was Billy Ray Cyrus. I just want to. So I, I was not inspired. Actually, my mom said I fell asleep at the concert. So I can see that. I was After Icky Breaky Heart, what was up? I was, was that it? was it. Yeah, that was yeah. six. I was six years old, Peoria Civic Center, and she said I fell asleep in the in the chair. So, but if there was, was there anything where you were, you know, like a high school play or anything like that, where you were just like, ah, I want to do that, or you just always had. You I, I've always kid. loved music. Um, I. I yeah, very young age. My mom uh, got me one of those Fisher Price record players, and I, she's got pictures going oh, me and staring God, at me. Those are the best. Yes, I remember yeah. those. That was the fucking best thing. I yep. love those record players. But but when I actually, and and this is gonna sound cheesy, but when I actually fell in love with music was my first Pearl Jam concert. <laughs> I it, it, like actual love, like yeah. like um, I, obsession. And and I know you guys feel the same. Which like, tour was that? Uh, Riot Act, two thousand three. But I, I mean, yeah, I I was. We were at the same show too. Yep. But Luke, that's the best thing about this podcast is it's not cheesy. 
Yep. No, and I, I, I would say like I wish I had like on there. Are, I when I was a kid, like my parents always played music on the records, and we, I, I could still hear my mom. Like it's so funny. Like when I'm playing records, like vinyl, and, and my wife like hits it, and I'm like, because oh. I'm waiting for my mom to go. God damn it! Don't run around the table. You're fucking knocking the stick of the needle. <laughs> And like I could still hear that, like when I was a kid, to hear that, and I, I don't know, there's something about music, and I, you know, I went to all the places. I, I'm obviously, I never got to, um, I was never talented enough to like be on like stages and stuff, or like act in anything, or like sing because I have no voice. It's it's a curse. I remember every lyric ever. But I can't. I have no tone. I can't sing worth the shit. Um, I. I mean, I've seen Danny like in plays, and I've seen you know I've seen other people in plays, and I used to go to plays. My mom's like, "We're gonna go see Jesus Christ Superstar," and I will say one of the greatest musicals of all time is Jesus Christ Superstar. Number two is like Joseph and Mitch because they're coat. Like those are things that like I love to hear those people sing, and my parents took us to Chicago to go see. Uh, Joseph and it was awesome to see that but like I didn't care about like that type of music it was great and I appreciate it and it's very uplifting it's it's gorgeous but like to me like I want to hear like guitar rock like guitar bass drums mm-hmm. and to me that was always like the sh- stuff that like my parents like gave me but they're like no don't worry about it and I just, I just, but I've always want to listen to something like new and I always want to find something new because apparent in my mind, there's always a song maybe that's out there that is my favorite song that I've never heard yet. Sure. So mm-hmm. I want to hear all the new stuff that's out. And if I have to go back and I'm a nerd with my spreadsheets that goes through like stacks of, of, years and just listens to all the albums because there might be that one song that I didn't hear. Now, I don't know if it's ever going to be better than Tangerine from Led Zeppelin. I don't know. Like, that's my favorite song of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be better than that, but I want to find out if it's out there because music, I, I can't play it. I've tried. I've small elf hands so I can't like, <laughs> do too much. <laughs> and and I just told my wife, I was like, I'm going to go to uh, the Old Town School of Music in Chicago and learn how to play drums because I have I have energy and I have hands and I can do this. So I was like, fuck, maybe I'll try to learn, you know, how to play to play drums. But I have a guitar sitting here. I've tried multiple times. I used to have Danny's guitar in my dorm room for years because he lent it to me. He's like, yeah, you'll figure it out. I did. <laughs> Um, but like music to me is like it, and I've always said this and I think I said it in like the first episode I had with Steve it's the only time machine we have It's that's it that's the only time machine it could take you from if I listen to a Beatles record I'm in 1965 you know listen to the tax man or the first time somebody puts that needle down when they hear it it's it's the only thing that can make you go to a place that you've never been. Yeah. And it's a place that makes you want to go someplace else. And I promise you, I'm not 
are any gummies tonight. I'm... <laughs> but I, I'm very transcendent. I, I, that's how I feel about life. Like I don't know. Like we're all in a thing, whatever. But Brilliant. it's just it makes you to not have music in your life or not like music or like sound like that is bananas to me. Like I've heard somebody say like once in my life, oh, I didn't really like music. I'm like, who the, how the fuck do you not like music? Like how, like anything, like yeah. you don't like anything. Like there's nothing that you like, like even like Gregorian chants or like, you know, you know, like Christian rock or like somebody like just singing, like, like, my wife sings all the time, and it's always show tunes, and it's always Les Mis, it's always Oklahoma. She was in Oklahoma, and she loves Les Mis. It's her favorite thing in the world, and we're going in February to see it in Chicago. Her mind is blown. Like, she's never seen, like, a professional group ever do Les Mis. It's pretty I mean, awesome. I'm the, yeah, I, and Steve, I'll be honest with you. I'm the guy who thought Wolverine, I was like, I didn't know Wolverine could sing. And right. she's like, I think she goes, <laughs> it was doing and, and, and this yeah. and no shit. This is what she says. She goes, I didn't know who the fuck. I go, he's Wolverine. I go, that guy is fucking Wolverine. Like my uh my son just saw Hugh Jackman in the Music Man. Uh, yeah, was oh, last wow. year. Uh, my my wife took him to. Uh, my my son is a burgeoning uh, theater kid mm-hmm. and actor, so he's he's on that on that path and. Uh, uh, so my my wife took him up for his birthday last year to to Broadway and saw Hugh Jackman in The Music Man. It blew his mind. Loved every minute of it. That, I was going to say that would definitely be that moment that we were talking about uh, for a kid to see. Mm-hmm. He still talks like about it. Hugh Jackman, yeah. Yep. Steve, have you shown him the uh, monorail episode for The Simpsons? <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. that is the ultimate Music Man, like. Well, in the, to me. there's well because he's he's doing he's he's in several musicals and he's also doing uh, TVs and commercial stuff, and so I told him that who you just saw, and I showed we watched uh, X Men one and two. It was like that's the same guy, mm-hmm. and then uh, we watched um, Tick Tick Boom, and mm-hmm. uh, with, with uh, Andrew Garfield playing Jonathan Larson, and then we watched uh, the the most recent Spider Man movie. Like, see, buddy. Yeah, He's Spider-Man too. You could be He's, an amazing singer and actor and stage, and you could be mm-hmm. a freaking superhero, acting. And it's well, it, it, got that. Does, you, does he want to work out fifteen hours a day to look like Hugh Jackman <laughs> as Wolf? <laughs> if he has get, the Epley jeans, he will be in peak physical. Yeah. Yeah. forever it's just if you can natural. get him to dance then he's the triple well, threat you know well, maybe my maybe my oh, question or maybe my question is more innocent than that because i was not able to see hugh jackman in a big marvel movie i was you know we, I, I was only able to see an Frank actor on stage even if they were a senior and i was a junior you know what I mean? Sure. Or to me, to me, the the cover band, Michael, that we saw, the Craigs or you know Rosemary, was yeah. in my mind as as much as that. That is true, Rick, Dan. Because Rick, think about were, that. Like our Rick, parents were let playing sabotage uh, on your Fender. Yeah, you're going. Oh, this is all it is, and I'm like, blew my mind. 
I mean, the fact that they let us go down there as like an all ages show but, when we were that young. Well, it, so and, Nicole, is there was there something where you? I, I guess to try to bring him back to my original question, was there somebody where you're like, this is what I needed to listen to or what I need, who was that band or that person or that? Actually, I want to Danny, intervene. Danny, she says cranberries. Don't ruin the fucking <laughs> I want to intervene. I, I, I know she is, but it, it, it wasn't for me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've done no, right, Nirvana. I've done Sunny Day Real Estate, but I want to I want to intervene here. So yes. Nicole, Nicole um, has one of the most beautiful voices I've heard in person. We we've recorded album or not album songs <laughs> together. Oh my god! We, we, we have record- a we have a band and we never play anywhere. Yep, but we we've recorded multiple songs together. But her her voice in person, like like I said, I I, I Nora Jones. You know, the, I I can I can name many. Adele, female singers, but Nicole in person, it it's it makes the hair stand up on your neck. Amazing. Aww. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. So you might you might have to pull that out <laughs> of her great. on her, her on her episode, Steve. <laughs> oh, you can't stop me from singing some cranberries clips. Like and uh, please, and please know I wasn't trying to downplay <laughs> <laughs> any of your talent. I was just, you know. No, 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 not at all. I just, I just wanted to throw that out there. That, yeah. That if we're talking about in-person experiences, Nicole has a gorgeous voice, and she, she does. She sings at her church, and um, she sings with our imaginary band. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, one of the greatest guitar players I've ever heard, Luke Boris, Rick Hansen, who's. <laughs> Down here, oh. <laughs> nice. Oh, wait, this nice. Like I, I was actual... I was being sarcastic, but hey, we've we've got an actual. Yeah, you guys should. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Okay. Please. Yeah, I I don't believe I've ever met the two of you before. You're very tiny on my screen right now, but I'm always <laughs> to collaborate. You need to bust out the guitar. We, we, should... we need to hear something. Oh. We, we need to hear some master of puppets. Yeah, that's gonna be. Ooh, there you go. That's gonna be real hard at this hour, but All right. yeah, it's like do, do not wake your daughter yes, up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Rick, yeah, you'll find Luke on the Radiohead in Rainbows album and our episode and the the Who Quadrophenia and uh, Mill- Millie Vanilli, uh, girl, you know it's true. Awesome, I, yeah. Yeah, always a classic. And Rick, you and, might, and Rick, Nicole you might and I haven't recorded from, yet. Um, grand, our grandparents' uh, backyard yep. and uh, um, my. My parents' house and Danny's house. But honestly, I want to hear, like, Nicole, is there something that started you on your path to want to play, to want to perform? Was it? I was a very, very shy kid, but encountered music in church. And that kind of, like, was always around. Um, but, like, when when I heard Dolores O'Riordan's voice like when I was about 12 or so that was a major connection and I credit her with like she's one of my first music teachers like vocal teachers I would say and um but going back to like falling in love with music and music being around I was a tavern kid so uh I was my so my parents and my grandparents like after We'd go out for dinner on the weekend or whatever. We'd stop at the local. Uh, it was 
it's been tore down now, but it was the oldest liquor license in the state of Illinois, I believe. Mm. It's called Schatz. Or oh, I thought that was called Wesson Tap. Or Gillis Tap uh, is the official name, but everyone just called it Schatz. And it's this tiny little dive bar. I can still smell it in my, like burned into my brain, but they would just give me quarters. They're like, go play on the jukebox. And I would like stand on a chair and just my face in the jukebox, just looking at all the different you know, what did you singers. play back then? What, what would, hey, was it a flip? Was it like one of those flip ones? Like it flipped? I don't think that one was a flip one, but I would play Crazy by Patsy Cline because the mm -hmm. bartender she loved that one. Mm -hmm. I would play Love Shack, that was oh, yeah, one of my jams. Yeah, and uh, I would play Little Richard, I'd play, I think, Dolly Parton. There's yeah. you know just and it was probably songs i don't think that thing had been updated in a couple of years um but yeah and i would just i'd be on the jukebox like just like arms rested on the glass just Ooh, and they just well, keep i know the one that you're talking about then that like it's like the big it's always one. fun to find a jukebox back in the day that was stuck in time you know that hadn't been yeah. updated in a good 10 years the A and W in uh, East Peoria. I'd always play Fats Domino. Ain't that a shame? Uh, or Blueberry Hill. You know, I would favorites. pick those. You know, that's the A and W Long John Silver's in East Peoria. Oh yeah. Yes. If, if yes. they want to send us some coupons or sponsor us, they should. Long John Silver's because <laughs> I've mentioned them twice. <laughs> God, I remember going to both. Of, I remember going to both of those places a lot as a kid. They Long John Silver's. Do they still have it where they have like a dock that you walk out on? To go not not in East Peoria, but I I do remember when that was a popular thing. Yeah, the one in Pekin had a dock, and and same with A and W. There there was a drive-in Cranwell's. Oh, oh yeah, Cranwell's. And there's, Cranwell's is still around. It is. Um, they they sold it. Uh, the family sold it just a couple of years ago, but yeah, every weekend we'd go there after the drag races from Havana and and. Uh, the owner was really cool. He'd always give my kids the little stuff, A&W root beer bears and stuff like that. Cause we were, uh, uh every weekend thing back then. You know, Nicole, what got you from playing the jukebox to wanting to <laughs> sing? Is that Dan, you're taking <laughs> away Steve's <laughs> fucking questions. What are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm out of questions. You, you, guys, questions. you guys are on they well, write yeah. these down and like write, like rerun them. Steve has left the building. Hey, I've, Steve, I've, I'm sorry, but like when we have our when me and Danny have our podcast, like obviously we know who the question guy is. Like he's really gonna be. I'm just really invested in what he had to say, and I wanted to hear the end of it. Is yeah. that so bad? I think I think I I really fell headlong more into music in college and after college. I think when you start being more aware of it and you're tying those things to events in your life and yeah, like seeing so what, some things, seeing what, music. What music well. is in your college or, you know, maybe um, you cold play. I was a big cold play fan, early cold play. I call it old play. Um, well, the first two cold play records. Are oh my gosh. So I saw them as a, college graduation gift to myself i saw them in 08 on their viva la vida tour but when they played politic 
Politics, one of my favorite songs of theirs. When they played that live, it was just, it was amazing. It was just radiating all the way through me and my friend who went and we, and we were driving home and we popped the CD and we we're like, how do we go back to listening to music on media? Like seeing it live and mm -hmm. feeling it just radiating through your bones. Yeah. Floor shaking. You can yeah. Feel you're your like, you're literally that. feeling so your rib cage. So true. And I've been to and That's several... how Pearl Jam is. Like, it, like you feel you it. Shit sure. talk them all you want. But seeing those guys live, it, yeah. it's one of the greatest fucking things you could ever see. I, I know, Rick. Live you, I know what you think. <laughs> but I'm telling you, seeing those guys live I in an entire them. place. They rank right up there with Creed. Is I, yeah, I, I saw them, and the whole time I was just thinking, I hope Eddie Vedder's head explodes. Come on, just die. Drop dead now. I've had enough of this. I apologize to all of you fans out there, but that's my take on Pearl Jam. And yeah, it was that's the fine. 95 the Vitalogy Tour. It was one of the worst concerts. He was still fucking, he was still like a grump. He's such a fuck. Well, the first that, half of that fucking band, Bono. he's such a grumpus. <laughs> it's so like, oh, my life well, is so the worst, and I have to. Let do me this throw way. this question blah, blah, blah. at y'all. So, <laughs> what is a concert that you've been to where halfway through you're like, this is terrible, I want out? Why? What, how? Where's oh, my yeah. exit? Sunbolt. Yeah. Sun Sunbolt. <laughs> Sunbolt. Sunbolt at. Sunbolt at the at the Vic Theater in Chicago. Danny and I looked at each other. What it was like half hour into it, and, and I go, "Are we seriously going to listen to this shit the whole time?" And he goes, "And I'm I'm so into like and he loves fucking so, and I love I, I think Sunbolt's good. And oh, two of us just go wow, and we walk. Mine out of the was show. Uh, Bon Jovi, Slippery When Wet Ooh. tour. And really? Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh fuck! I would love dude, to see that. Prime. Dude, they, they they wore that album out. He had some kind of throat problem, and we were going to be at the beginning of the um, tour, but it was towards the end of the tour. And I had a girlfriend that really loved Bon Jovi, so I got tickets. And by the time it came around, Cinderella opened for him, and I did not know who Cinderella was. Oh, Cinderella's right. They, they oh, kicked awesome. ass. Oh yeah. And when 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 jump when Bon Jovi was out, um, played for a while, and he just thought he was better than anything. And my girlfriend turns to me, she goes, "It this is kind of boring." And I said, <laughs> "Yeah." And uh, uh, I would still rather see Bon Jovi. The last couple songs. Um, uh, Cinderella came back out, and instead of being in their costumes, they were what? in their shorts. And one of them didn't even have—he uh, had socks on. He didn't even have shoes on. And they came out and they did uh, white roll band. A couple songs. Did he have like white socks on? Like he was like, yeah, like white. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, those are popular was in style. Now. Those are popular now. Yeah, that was popular then. You know, you might have two um, colored bands on the top of yep. it, but they those guys came out and saved the concert. I know. Was, I look at all the pictures of me when I was a kid in the eighties. I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but all that You know, the bass player had this hairdo. It looked like a freaking palm tree. Uh, yep. You know, massive amounts of hair, and uh, all of those bald uh, guys had, Doug had the same hairdo, and that's why we are bald now. No. Well, I would, Back in the eighties, I had a perm. I had a, a perm. It looked like a lion's mane, and then you take a little moose and slide it on like the a, side. Like so a Jeff Lynne sort of perm. Oh, hair. 
I look like I was uh, Neil Pert from Boston in the 70s. Big old fro. You know. My uncle was, was a drummer in a local band uh, called Joe Raider. Oh, okay. And uh, he... Uh, he had the perm look for a while, I think, in the eighties, and yeah. kind of he looked like Lionel Richie. <laughs> oh, me and my brother, me and my brother got perms. That was big news at the school. The Brinkler boys had got their hair done. You know what I mean? And Rick, yeah, by the way, style. Nicole, Nicole mentioned her uncle. So Michael and I want to start a podcast talking about, you know, Illinois, Illinois bands. Oh, nice. Alan is our guy. Why well, yeah. did um, he's going to be our first? He's going to be our first interview. I had a friend. They had the okay. band uh, rated <laughs> was a uh, rated X, and I did the lights and the smoke and stuff for them. But they just played local stuff, and then oh, they know we're going to have Al and Doug, and then like, like, we, like a hey what. The best part is, Danny, when we have to talk about like Chicago blues, we're just gonna go, Hey, no, I didn't we, say blues. we're just gonna like push said, right over. No, I'm talking about well, no, Illinois. if you're gonna have Chicago blues, you're gonna no, have, no, no, need to have on gonna, my I'm future guest. Like, you need yeah. to listen to the music rewind because we are not gonna touch it because you have it's a good guy. episode that's coming up. So, yeah, well, Danny and I are just gonna talk to like. You know, we're going to talk about the, the like, problem with it, Mike, no, is that okay. you guys have been talking about starting this podcast for about two years now. <laughs> we've been talking, Steve, we've been talking about doing something like this for 15, 20 years. <laughs> well, what's well, the premise? In Peoria, I wish what's I, the premise? I have what's, a, what's about? I, so, wait, come on. So, I, well, the premise, Doug, was we wanted to talk to, um, we're from central Illinois. Yeah. So talk to local musicians. Yeah. Al, you you'll like that. I'm not a musician though. I mean, no, 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 no. But about there is about. there is so it's very rich and bands that have either gone on to play somewhere. Oh yeah. yeah. Didn't. Well, Mike, did you talk about like with your you know Alan, who went on to play. Or he played with people that went on, and there's um, guys that played with Cheap Trick and all that kind of stuff. It was basically people that played in bands from the late or the mid 60s to the late or early 90s that have been in bands, whether they went on to do something or didn't. But well, Gary Riffraff from Ario Speedwagon. Yeah, Ario is champagne, you know, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The band's Enough's Enough. Donnie and, B. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we, we grew up with guys that played in a band called Loud Lucy that um, were on DGC records that opened up for Alanis Morissette that mm -hmm. were... There's just a bunch of bands. Um, You've heard of Mudvayne, and it ended up being uh, Hell yeah. yeah. They were with. Uh, oh no, I were. I, yeah, I love. Yeah, yeah they're from Pekin, and uh, yep. yeah, I think I talked about the story of how I saw those guys in the VFW halls, the local exactly. VFW yeah, halls yeah. here. Yeah. Yep. So that our idea was to taxi war dance and Mudvayne. Yeah. And, and, and taxi and, war dance. Their van was around all the time. Uh, you know, used to see that. Luke's got the there. hook up with Gary Horry. Yeah, Gary uh, played with Hot Action Cop. Uh, yeah. they, they were on a few. Um, yeah. See, Dan? I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you. 
Yep. Oh. We got it. We're Steve doesn't know that we're expanding the music rewind like the, the spin-off podcast. Remember so, the, so the you Sonic? You just have to put up with Michael's voice. So the Fisher Price. The Fisher Price. Uh, People like my voice, Steve. Oh, the record player? record player that I was talking about. This was the album Your that I always used to play. Oh, California, California raisins. raisins. I still have the. the oh man! Look at the hits. Dude, Heard it I through think... the grapevine. La Bamba. I looked up. I looked up to see how much that's worth. It's probably worth something. It's because 19... I think I saw somewhere that. I oh, have those. Um, I played... Chicago party, Andy. No, I that's have the I the action figures. Big, Hardy's a little, figures. yeah. Hardy's. Oh, yeah. Hardy's. I, I have the Hardy's yeah. action figures. Yeah. Yeah. Nicole, yeah. did you say the same thing? Did you guys all have those? We all did. Yeah. I still have them. The same age. And the lips, mm-hmm. Al. If you could see this, I I doubt, I doubt you can see it on video. This is the I treated this like a probably the Fisher Price. This is horrible. This is the worst record I've ever seen. It, it well, you can like... imagine the quality of the needle. I did find my yeah. Star Wars. I it, found my Star Wars album. It was album a sharpened was it, nail. Was it a sewing yeah. needle? It was. It was yeah. a sharpened nail. I wish I could show you guys. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. It was like an eight-penny nail with a point sharpened on it. It put so four quarters on the needle to keep it from bouncing off exactly. the thing. So. But I think I think there's like a Luke uh, snot finger on here oh, from, from five years old. <laughs> See, That's worth you couldn't right? find a Kleenex, so you used the <laughs> <laughs> You just didn't lick it off? Come on. I, I did not. But but yeah, this is this is awesome. So yeah, lean, lean on me, stand by me, you can't hurry hurry love, heartbreak hotel. Classics. Oh. Yeah. When a man it, loves a woman, respect, La Bamba, sweet, delicious. It's selling Marvelous it's selling on eBay. Money. Hey, that's selling on eBay. You want to give it a guess, Luke? Not this one. 86 <laughs> bucks. 99 cents right here. $12. Mint condition, 26 bucks. There you go. Oh, I thought it would be more. How about... Is, is there an album that you discovered that was copied on tape for you that you didn't know? Mm-hmm. That you just said, hey, here's a cassette, or I think you would like this. I've got so wow. many tapes that my dad Street recorded. From Billy Joel. I know, I know I'm aging us a little bit. Sorry. Go ahead, Steve. 82nd I'll Street. I'll say 40, 42nd Street from Billy Joel. Uh, I uh, raided my dad's cassettes uh, sometime in the 80s and started pillaging them. And it was, uh, I thought it was a mixtape, but it, it, it was actually the, the album of 42nd Street. And it was uh, uh, one of my early intros into the into billy joel as far as not the songs you don't hear on the radio constantly the the background song so uh the deeper tracks so that was that's one that and there were songs cut off on each side just like with rick's master (laughs) of puppets yeah (laughs) uh but that was the i mean that that right off the bat say 42nd street that's came right to me nice my dads were mostly mixes um he he would take pieces from from different albums. So Eagles, uh, Van Morrison. Um, he he was a big fan of the the, the um, Motown movement as well. Nice. So I, I mean, but yeah, again, it was just it was mostly greatest hits type stuff that he, he would any, anything that you heard for the first time that you got on a mix. Oh, all of it. Just I, fell I, in love with. I remember uh, riding in his car, listening to all of it when I was five years old. Now, 
I remember, I, I just have very vague, you know, blurs, but um, I, I've still got them all over here in my, my chest here. So I, I could pop them in. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I gave my tape player to Nicole. So I, I can't listen to them anymore, but I will always hold on to those because he created yeah. them. So, yeah. I think somebody handed me a Overkill, which was a thrash band yeah. from um, yes, New, uh, New York or Hello. something. Yeah, that was pretty cool because they knew I was into other, mu you know, that kind of music. And they said, hey, listen to this. So I had that for a while. Uh, if I remember right, I only had like one side of the speakers worked on that tape. So whenever he <laughs> taped it off, it wasn't in stereo, but uh, they were they were a pretty good thrash band. Oh, they're a great thrash band. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, Danny, did you and Mike uh, get into Pearl Jam uh, early enough to, to be in the club where they would mail tapes of concerts? No, I, we I, got in... I was we gonna say the fan, the fan club definitely. I, had I, that going I, I will say this about Pearl Jam. Um, uh, I remember being in his room and he had ten, and I said, "Just fucking record me the fucking songs on that are the videos." I'm like, I don't really give a shit what the rest of this sounds like. I'm just record the the video songs, and he did, and he recorded me those songs, and like I. I was kind of like, ah, you know, I didn't really care about Jeremy and Alive and Even Flow were kind of cool, but I was like, ah, it's not, I don't really care um, about the rest of this shit because I, I really did. And I know it's kind of hard to believe. Um, I really did like Nirvana more than Pearl Jam and uh, not as so did much I. as Danny did <laughs> later. Not as much as Danny is like, uh, like Danny did, but like I, like I liked them, but I like didn't get a like. Hey Mike, do you know what band uh, put a DVD out with all their music videos on it, so you could put it in and watch the videos? Do, do you know that what band that was? Yeah, that was Creed. Creed did that. <laughs> yeah, you can watch every one of their videos. That have they you have. ever watched them all high? They are amazing <laughs> because they are the like the most. Anyway, following <laughs> along on our Creed drinking game challenge right, yeah, for this right. night's. I episode. will. I will say that you're like, now passed out on the floor, and we'll see you next time. And that's my wife. I will say. Can I go back? To will say the band that I found strictly by a mixtape mm -hmm. that I got was a band called Sebado. Mm. Dinosaur Jr., Lou Barlow's Jay Mascus, is that? Band. Yeah, well, yeah. Jay was the lead singer of, uh, or he was the architect of Dinosaur, and then Lou was the bass player, and then his band was Sebado. And okay. I got it, the Neighbors, they had a band, and they, they gave me a, a mixtape, and they said, look at this, or listen to this in your Walkman. And it was like half song. I, I had no idea what it was. And it blew my mind. Absolutely loved it. And it was just, it was one of those things where it was intimate. It was uh, confessional. The bass playing was obviously. Now I know. 
was phenomenal, but I had no idea at the time. And it was something that I had never heard of before. And I loved it. And that's where I wanted to go with that. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah, cool. Is that the one you were looking for, Al? Yeah, that's still one of the coolest covers I think I've ever seen. It's very Sergeant Pepper-esque. Yeah, right. Sonic producer. Pearl Jam. Uh, 98, the 98 10 Club single. Apparently, apparently everything is going to revolve around Pearl Jam. So, Nicole, Danny, I want to no, 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 Danny, I, I want to go. I want to mention no, uh, so, a band, Rick. First, what does he think about Pearl Jam? And then, Nicole, second, and we'll just get all the way. Uh, well, you want me to go first? <laughs> Eddie Vedder is the voice that ruined the '90s. There you go. Um, I like their first. Quiet, just let him talk. Yeah, I I I respect their musicianship. Mm-hmm. I respect his talent. I respect that from a technical standpoint, he's a far better singer than I could ever hope being. But there's something about the combination and the aesthetic that just always jarred with me and then the whole like you know i don't know the best way to put this but basically there's there's bono complex but at yeah. least in the 80s and and all- have, he doesn't have that anymore hey rick you know the difference between jesus christ and bono huh bono I- doesn't walk around uh christian wait wait, wait. Oh, sorry Bono isn't walking around Ireland saying that he's Jesus Christ. Are you looking for your joke writer? Who's looking over there? Oh, my, wife, my wife came down. Sorry. <laughs> like all of a sudden, you're like, hold on, I got this joke. But <laughs> SNL, like, I'm let me look at the cute card. Wait, wait for it. Yeah, so that, right. those are the best jokes. Wait for it. So that, <laughs> yeah, that's been that's been right. my opinion. I liked Bugs. Bugs is a great song. That's your favorite Pearl Jam song is yeah, Bugs? I yeah. love Bugs. All right, we're, Give me we'll some be, Bugs. No, we'll be quiet. But go talk to me. We'll have you on the show, Rick, but we're <laughs> not going to talk about Pearl Jam. Do I, do I eat them raw or well done? Yes. I, I, I can go through the whole lyric. All the lyric. Yeah. Whole thing. We have seen Bugs live. Daniel. So have I. Wrigley. All right. I'm going to shut up. Listen to Rick. Okay, sorry. I was that that that's that's probably the basis of my opinion. I did, did Nicole, did you want to chime in on that? Or? Any information I have about Pearl Jam is from that man right there. Um, oh, so he's on our side. <laughs> they're okay. They are not my favorite. I own none of their albums. I think I have. I like the song Light Years. I remember I bought that one. Light Years is that beautiful. Single. Yes, binaural. But it is not my, they're not my jam. Pearl Jam <laughs> is not my jam. And they're, and they're not a lot of people jam. I respect I, I them. I, I respect I their I, talent. In the last like 15, 20 years of being a fan, I just, I don't really fucking care what other people think. Like if you, I used to be so like, <laughs> oh my God, don't, uh, I don't want to say anything because 
I don't want to hear negative stuff. Now I'm just like, I don't fucking care, man. I'm too old to give a shit if somebody doesn't like my band anymore. <laughs> like, do you think they're, do you think it's the same way as other bands? Like we were talking about uh, Rolling like, Stones before. Or Creed. No. But, That's not even the but, same conversation. But if we were talking about, nobody would argue with, maybe, no one would argue with the Beatles. Or maybe no one will argue with Nirvana <laughs> because their catalog is so short and definitive. Nirvana's got some shit. Pearl Jam is twenty-five years in, or you know, records or whatever. Do you think that is a reason for it? Or no, you you've never. No. Nope? Okay, Rick, go ahead. They lost me right away. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, first, that's, that's why I brought it up. I, I, I first heard. I mean, you know, I was. 14 in 1991 so i was the prime corporate target of you know the grunge mechanism right and i remember the first time i saw the video for alive you know like when it first aired on mtv and like i'm like oh this is kind of a cool guitar riff and then that fucking voice (laughs) i I liked even flow i mean we're we're close to the same age then i liked even flow and then from that yeah. I, I well, Rick, I guess I would say I mean, did you like did you like uh what? Did you like Alice in Chains and Soundgarden? And, I, I like, okay. Did you like everybody else, I guess? Yeah, but those are different bands, Mike. No, yeah, I, they're, they're really all are, different they're bands. Really of, of course they're all different bands. Soundgarden, I'm just but, saying, you know. I I liked, Soundgarden, I liked Soundgarden and Yeah, they were never they were never my jam. You know, like I, I, I like out out of that mix, I probably would say Alice in Chains' first album, Facelift, and then um, then some is Soundgarden, like Soundgarden, like right up to Bad Motorfinger, maybe mm-hmm. not even that as much as some of the. Oh, that's one of my favorite albums. I was gonna say, I will say Motorfinger. I will. Hey, I will say this, like fucking Chris Cornell's voice. Whoa, oh, yeah. he was awesome. The greatest Amazing. fucking vocals. Yeah, well, Michael, Michael time, you have to you have to admit those those Soundgarden SST records. But that's not Chris Cornell's like pure no, voice. No. But what Rick is saying, those are above well, when, and beyond anything that. But those are, but those are more like the underground. Like well, when they they did that like, hunger, you know, what was it funny. with the hunger strike? Pearl Jam and yeah, yeah hunger strike. Temple of the Dog. That was great. And Pearl Jam, I like the instruments. I, I like the musicianship of it, but yeah. Eddie Vedder, I, I guess it would be the same as Creed. Some people don't like Scott Staff's. Um, Scott Staff doesn't have a job without Eddie Vedder. That's true. <laughs> well, yeah. he, he, he doesn't. And he's, the guys in the fucking... Craig Kroger or whatever the fuck his name is from Nickelback doesn't have a job without Eddie Vedder either. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and Aaron Lewis from Stain. A lot of these guys don't have jobs without him. Ergo, because exactly. like, everything was all high pitched. Everything was like in the eighties was all high pitched. Exactly. Everything my... was like, wah, 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 wah. and mm-hmm. then these guys were like, oh, I guess we could sing. Yeah, but Rick, with the wouldn't you say that? Uh, what's his name from the Cult? Ian Asbury. Ian Asbury had yeah, he the was awesome. voice. Beautiful. Yeah. I love his voice. Yeah, he, oh, he I was love awesome. it too. And I think that's what Eddie was trying to emulate. Yeah. He it, didn't come close. It, it, no, no, I'm not. I'm not comparing the two. Yeah. I'm just saying it was just yeah. a register up. 
Yeah, well, was- yeah, definitely. Well, and Ian Ashbury, you know, he was playing with the Doors. He was singing with the Doors well, after. Better, hey, any better reincarnation. fucking, uh, by the way, sang Three Doors songs when they inducted the Doors. So Yeah, but you're well, really close to saying Three Doors Down, so shut up, Mike. <laughs> Come on, that guy's a good but, singer. But that's, uh, that's kind of what I meant by the voice that ruined the 90s. And I, I think it's not quite as simple as a register of everything in the 80s was high because, I mean, Hetfield, Tom Mariah, you know, Davis, Dave Mustaine. There was growl, there were growlier vocals, but I think it's the way in which Eddie Vedder kind of combined high pitch with growly just rubs my ear the wrong way in like the worst way possible. Is it? I, oh, yeah. I, I, would it be, I can well, understand it, that. Would it be safe to say that? I know you say it's a voice that ruined the nineties. Yeah, something that he tried out the first time because i i mean he, he grunge, grunge for lack of a better term was classic rock and mm-hmm. punk combining together with metal right right all of that together and and we i've talked about this before we're like nirvana is a different beast altogether because that was cheap trick and that was punk and that was whatever a lot of those other bands like those bands. Too. Yeah, but so like, just, Kurt Cobain's not the only person ever like, oh my god, I'm the first person ever like punk and and like pop. No, I'm I'm you not know? saying that's all I'm, I'm saying. Just, yeah. Well, I'm I not, I can understand what Rick's saying about as far as the voice and it's not clicking because like when he says that I to me that type of band is Rage Against the Machine. They don't love play. the. Love the band. I can't stand the lead singer. It, it it ruins damn near every song for me. But I love really? Audio Slave. Audio Slave is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I I I could literally hear Chris Cornell. Yeah, you sing, sing a fucking t- phone book. Yeah, let's be honest about it. Yeah, yeah. This is a strange thing too that all of the great grunge singers except Eddie Vedder are dead. Yeah, yeah. the last one. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of it. Well, Lane wasn't like geez, the best. You can always have. I will say. I will say. We give Rick, too much maybe, credit to Lane. Like, Stanley, maybe I the did. guy didn't write anything. Like to be fair, like fucking. No. Did we all forget about Jerry Cantrell in that band? The, I, I always think everybody oh, forgets about the guy all the songs, all the guitars, all all they did yeah. was fucking prop up that fucking drug addict. No, I'm sorry, no. I don't mean to be an well, asshole. That voice. But, like, they propped him up to fucking sing, and when, then he when they sing, when they sing great. together, though, uh, I'm just it, saying they sounded great together. But all of a sudden, like we always forget about fucking Jerry Cantrell. No, that well, guy's fucking way more Allison Chains than fucking Lane Staley. He orchestrated, uh, my, orchestrated. He kept the machine running, but like Cantrell's voice. I mean, I always go back to the Almond Brothers for this. Cantrell's voice. Thank you. It's the Dickie Betts voice. Yes. And Staley is the Dwayne Allman voice. Yes. Okay. I agree with that. I, I, that's fine. I'm just, I'm just Thank saying we you. give so much credit to fucking Lane. Well, just think, we growing up in Seattle, um, with all that rain and stuff, you're gonna, you're gonna be down 
I mean, <laughs> you're going to do drugs. You're going to commit suicide. So it's really amazing that Eddie's still around. Still alive, yeah. It's I will yeah, he's from San I, Diego. I, there you go, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good point, yeah. That's why he's living. That's the voice is. Rick, when you were talking about Eddie starting that, is Lanigan. Yes. Mark Lanigan from Screaming Keys yeah. had that voice way awesome. before Eddie did. And he was on SST, and he had the, the big voice. I think Eddie was not emulating i think he was unique in his own way of sounding like it but he wasn't the first one to not uh be uh 80s showman if you will no i pitch guys had to see if they could hit that vocal high yeah but it, it was, was always it was, about like yeah but like, it was how high could you hit it make bon jovi fucking no even, but it wasn't but you and there's only like, one guy that did it. We, I think we all go. Brian Adams. This, I say this out loud. Like there's Brian only Adams. one guy that I mean, sounded grungy, and when he sang and he hit that high pitch voice, no, but that was no. I all I'm saying is we're out of time. That was Axl Rose. <laughs> like Axl Rose. Axl's in a whole other right. But I'm saying he like obviously no. he is a fucking vocal cord. No, Range he's in a whole over. other. Yeah, there's still... everybody else sounded like eh, eh, the whole time. That's all they did. Any anyone could emulate a sound. No one could be an originator or bring passion or something else to it. It's very easy to mimic or copy a guitar tone or a lyric, but if you're going to be the first one to ever do it. No. And Steve, there's your little, there's your little Steve. Yeah, there's there's my little to kind of throw it out there that I would kind of need to wrap this up here. It's yeah. uh, yeah, it. it's a little after That's midnight right. for That's me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. So much. Does for anybody it. have any final so words to? Shannon Hoon, Shannon Hoon is my my final two words. Hey. That first record is, and he's on Use Your Illusion. Yes, he is. He's Axel's cousin. Yeah, he is. He's on Use Your Illusion. He sings backup vocals. Don't cry. Yeah. And wasn't he? He was in the video. The first he is on. He's it. He is. And Axel Axel dated his sister. Yeah. I don't even know what it is. Dated his cousin. I did not know that. Yeah. Axel dated, dated Shannon's I thought, sister. I thought Shannon was his cousin. Wait, yeah. No, I, I think Axel Rose dated Shannon Hoon's sister. Okay, so that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Real. That's better because you, you originally said Axel was Shannon Hoon's cousin, and then you're like, he dated his sister. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Which, so, okay, that's yeah. that's okay. a straight line. I, I don't remember saying it. I don't remember saying that they were cousins. Did I say that? Let's rewind. It's late. Let's we, rewind. We, we've music. been talking for almost three hours. We're good. We're, we're, we're good. This is a great episode, by the way. This is this is gonna go down in history. I still I still think fucking that band's overrated. I'm sorry. Oh, Creed? Blind Blind Melon. I think everybody thinks the only reason that they think that it's so good is because the guy died. Fuck you. He had like a album and a half maybe worth of shit. I'm sorry. Soup is a great record. Absolutely, great fucking band. So is Nico, which was all demos. And yeah. The band just came. My is a great band. I wouldn't put it on right. the next next band. live stream. We'll we'll dive into the overrated 
bands, oh, our right. thoughts. You know, that's you too. Shelf. You too is overrated. Creed or three eleven. Save it. <laughs> next next, hey, time. next, next live stream. Me. No mentions of Creed. No mentions of uh Biscuit. You better come original. Instead of a swear jar, you guys should have a Creed jar. Yes. <laughs> what about the Pearl Jam jar? Nicole, we've been talking about Creed Jam. Like there were mentions of Creed. It's been ridiculous. Hey, Steve. Steve, a, I think your next episode should be Nicole and Rick talking about Creed and trying to find a common ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear goodness. <laughs> Thank you guys all for, for joining this. I appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. Congratulations to Al, our trivia champion. And thank you to Grizzly.com. Who didn't see that coming? That was like a knowledge sponge. Oh, congratulations, Al. Nice. Al knows everything about your Your congrats me a lot. <laughs> Thank you to all the viewers and listeners out there. Appreciate it. And uh, check out the regular show. Thank you. See you, everybody. Bye. Thank you. A podcast from the Sidereal Media Group. Back to you, anchors.